that's the greatest thing. I mean, if it blows up, Double Zero becomes one of our greatest episodes. I mean, shit, we'll just call every episode Double Zero. Yeah, we'll be the Double Zero podcast from here on out. I'm not even gonna gonna set up the camera. I'm just gonna fucking Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on on like iTunes and shit. Uh, people are like, uh, I think it's Lars. What is it Lars and uh, or is it Larson? The two podcast guys that started capitalizing more I know what on you're talking stuff about. instead of YouTube. Larson's one of them, but yeah. I, I can never remember the names of the two guys, but like they're one of the biggest like wrestling podcasters out yeah, there. Yeah, I think they're like what, fifth or maybe they've moved down a little bit further than that now. But they're up there with um who's one of the biggest? Um like uh, what culture and what culture wrestling is one of the bigger ones like wrestle talk news oh dude wrestle talk news is huge like there, there's quite a few of them there's another guy uh i can't remember his name but he started out just like talking to his camera in like his room or whatever but he has like glasses a little i think he's like he might be in his 30s okay i don't know but uh i can't remember what his shit's called i might have seen him and i don't even i don't even remember i i uh i can't I don't know. For some reason, I don't think I've subscribed to him anymore, but I was subscribed to him for a while. Maybe it was on my other account, but I've been using the Matt Archer account. Yeah, YouTube does some weird stuff. Like when you're subscribed to somebody and you haven't watched them in a little bit, they unsubscribe you or really? you just kind of. Yeah, because it's been happening lately. People have been losing their subscribers in like a purge and it just kind of mm-hmm. unsubscribes you. And you don't even realize it because well, you haven't watched them in so long. I know they purge a lot of users that set up accounts and then just like they haven't been on in like years yeah they, they take a lot of those out but like i've been unsubscribed from somebody before that i've never unsubscribed and i'm just watching and i'm like oh i don't remember watching this guy like from a long time ago and i go back on there and i'm like why was i ever unsubscribed from this yeah well that's probably not a big issue for us because i mean what matt archer's only been up for like two years now so yeah anybody that's subscribed to us is subscribe to us within the last two years so they've at least been active within the last two years which is nice maybe less. which i think we're out to what 101 now no just... we actually i just noticed today we're at 104 wow that's awesome yeah this is actually my return my uh my big my big return my oh, yeah. coming out of the closet let's uh let's go ahead and say this is episode zero zero of whatever the fuck our podcast is called with it seems like every podcast i ever do doesn't have a name until later yeah, which but, is good because which, it's, I don't think we even thought about names. We nobody's even brought them up, but that's what this is. Is the first episode of Jesse and Mark's podcast of some sort. I don't know why I always team up with people with J names. Yeah, it's kind of it's interesting because you got you got J, you got Jeff, Jeff, and now I got Jesse. You got Jesse, and you got um. Uh, Justin's brother comes over once in a while with you. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, yeah, Je- yeah. another Jeff. Right, yeah. Jeff so yeah, Jones. everybody's in. Uh, it's been a J. The only person that wasn't was Brett, and uh, that was kind of short lived. Yeah, which it was very short lived. Fell off the fucking map. So he did. I've, I don't. I haven't. Ever since he stopped using Facebook, I haven't. I don't even know. Or no, I mean he was at Marianne's. But then he was gone. But then, like, yeah, he like he, he was just disappeared. Like for you, he disappeared longer. But for me, he just after that, he was just gone. No, I mean he he wasn't. I mean I I saw him, like he quit a day i was off so okay like, i i guess he from the story i was told is he called pat after work one day and said that he, he had quit or whatever and then his uniforms were on the tables the the following day and i heard that brett quit or whatever i might have been there that day i don't remember but i, I don't remember all either. i know is I know that I was it was that very abrupt and i didn't even nobody knew no the Didn't same with the other guy like, we never had that last moment with brett you know what i mean yeah 
I mean, we did. We just were completely unaware of it, so we didn't take advantage of it. You know, should pour out, just we should pour pumped. out some Call Forty Five for our dead homie. I'm actually pouring out a bottle of Call Forty Five right now. Brett's not dead. For oh, he's not. Well. well, he's not dead. Dead, but he's like he's dead to me. He's no, dead. He's dead he's, air. <laughs> he's dead. I love Brett to death. That's well, so why I'm do sad I. That I never see him anymore. But it's weird because like when people don't have a social media and then they quit work, like there's no unless they call me, there's no contact from there. So like they're just gone from the face of the planet from yeah. there on out. I mean, I might still have his number. But I don't know if that's still his number. Or I don't know. I, I guess I didn't think about it. I guess if I was really that concerned, I would have got to hit him up or tried to. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He's not on Facebook or anything like no. that. So I know the only thing really social media he uses is Reddit. And Reddit's not like you can go on there and be like, oh, look, it's a friends list and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't just create. I could probably comment on something. Yeah. Like, Reddit's me. <laughs> just like reaching out to him. Like, I've been looking everywhere for you, man. Coming, coming up from the grave. But no. If you're listening to this, Brett, I miss you, buddy. Hit me up. Yeah, buddy. Me too. I, I don't even know if he's got my number, though. Because, like, we talked, like, there was a couple t- interactions with me and him because I used to drive him home when he didn't have a car. Yeah. And we would just sit in the car and talk bullshit for, like, an hour. Like, before, like, it would just be one of those moments where it's like, all right, bro, I'm going. And then we would just start talking. And then yeah. an hour or two would go by. And it's like, we've been fucking sitting in the car this whole time. Yeah, just, like, kind of, we'd always just, like, stand in the car. Yeah, because Brett was, like, my outside. doppelganger. Like, he was, like, my shorter, like, he was a, he was, like, he was a, a little you. He was little me. Yeah. I should have had a doppelganger in eighth grade. It was weird. He was literally, he had the same name, the same haircut that I, you know, that, like, round head haircut that I used to have. That's he, weird. He looked, but he was, like, three feet tall. And he was a freshman and, like high school or something shit when i was a senior it was weird dude it was interesting that's really interesting because usually doppelgangers are like on the other well, I guess side it was of the like world a, it was or you just like run phone. into them and like yeah. the most random place like someplace you're not from where you're like a stranger yeah like you go to australia or something and then all of a sudden your doppelganger's there and he's like hello mate and you're like you're hello, me mate. bro <laughs> like i i've never saw my doppelganger but i i it's weird too like when i was a younger I used to take road trips from Ohio to California and back a lot because okay. my dad lived in California. So I would stop at a lot of like weird places and lots of gas stations and truck stops. And every now and then we'd stop at like old trading posts where like everything's, it's all like Indian jewelry and knives and shit, like out in the middle of the desert and shit, like out in the middle of Arizona. But anyway, that's badass. So I'd come across. A lot of weird places, and I was in a gas station in the middle of the desert one time, and I was, I couldn't have been, I mean, fuck, I, like, older than, like, 10 or 11. Okay. But, uh, I went into a gas station, and I saw a guy that, he was older, he was probably, like, a teenager, maybe even in his early 20s or something, but he looked exact. like, I looked at him, and I was in shock. Because it, I thought I like traveled forward in time or something. Like you were what. split in half, and that was your parallel. It wasn't. Being. It wasn't even me. Okay. He was the doppelganger. He was the older version of a kid I went to school with in Ohio. Like I was in Arizona or something at a gas station going yeah. to California, but he he looked like this kid Chris that I went to school with in ten years. Like a spitting fucking image, like down to his nose. That's everything. crazy. So much so that I was like, I was stopped in my tracks and just like looking at him. Like, it, you were almost about to say, "Hey, Chris." Like, and I what's told, up, bud? I told the kid later when school started back up because usually I'd go to California for the summertime to visit my dad and shit. Yeah. Um, 
but when I go back and be like, dude, I saw I saw somebody that looked exactly fucking like you in like ten years, and he was like, he didn't even know what I meant. Like I had to explain to him that, like, look, dude, this guy looked just like what, just like you, but if you were older. Yeah, like, like you were if little, you were an adult, you, like know you came I mean? back in time to talk to yourself, but ten years from now, yeah, yeah, crazy. that's crazy. Like I've never experienced my own doppelganger, but I feel like I've seen other people that I'm just like, holy fucking shit, that's Chris in the future, like Chris from like I felt like I crossed over into like a weird world. I don't, I don't know if it was really my doppelganger, but I have a crazy parallel universe at a stoplight one you, time. You told me this story. Go ahead and tell the, it again. Okay, for the people. so I'm driving and I pull up to a stoplight. And there's another car. I'm driving a van or a car, and it's the exact same car on the other side. So they go, and I'm like, that was weird. Those guys kind of looked like us. But they were like, kind of like, like when you see somebody that looks like you, or you see somebody that's like a shadow face or something, you look over and you're like, oh, that was kind of weird. But you don't really, it doesn't register, but it's the exact same car as you. So yeah. 10 minutes later or 20 minutes later, I'm at the other intersection where that car was. And I'm sitting at the other intersection getting ready to go looking at myself. like, And I'm like the fuck is this dude like is this deja vu is yeah. it like some kind of crazy like was i in a pair like was that my, was that just our doppels like were we just because my dude was like even like bro that, that's us 10 minutes ago like just sitting there was it just one of those like because he said that my mind instantly registered it as that no no i i, I remember telling you telling me this story when it like probably a little while after it happened yeah probably a couple weeks or something and I just remember thinking, like, this motherfucker must have been high. And this car <laughs> right. was just, like, like, very similar to his, or maybe the same exact car. And uh, just, just like happened sim- to have two people. And right. It just happened to be, like... But how did it come back to the other intersection 20 minutes later or whatever? Like, they were on the other side now. No, there's some unexplainable aspects to this. Yeah, thing. like, it was, like, it was weird, because it was, like, them, and then we're switched... But it, it, it it's happened a few times, actually. Like, that's not the only time something weird like that's happened. Like, there was one time where I'm getting on the highway, and I end up getting, because there was a bunch of construction, I end up getting on the highway the wrong way. I end up getting on the on-ramp. So as I'm getting on the on-ramp, there's a truck getting off the off-ramp. And he's coming head-on at me, like, doing 60, 70 miles an hour. Jesus. And I'm driving, and all of a sudden we turn around. Like, we had to do a Yui in this little on-ramp or off-ramp or whatever so we get around and i look at my rear view and there was nowhere for him to turn off we hadn't got off the because it was literally construction so it was a one-way thing he couldn't go anywhere he was gone Jeez, completely gone it was almost like it was saving me from crashing on the highway because i went the wrong way that's nuts dude yeah dude it it was it was an insane moment I, i got so many crazy moments dude like there was one where my girlfriend's like why would because they're you know skinwalkers like, I guess they say the last thing that the victim said. And, like, I heard my my grandpa call my name one time. I was outside, and he was like, Jesse. And it came from around the corner. And I'm like, what? And so I walk up there, and there was nothing there. What? I, I'm I'm lost. I'm going off a, a story. Like, I just said, like, four four things at once. Well, but it was, I just, um, you're like, you just said, I just heard my grandpa. Like, is your yeah, grandpa dead? He was dead at this point. Okay. Like, he was dead after I, this point. When was it? Like, you just this, kind of started in the middle okay, of the story. Okay. <laughs> It was when I was younger. I was a kid. I was just saying because I got a bunch of stories like this. I was a kid. Yeah. And this is a story that my girlfriend's like, why the fuck would he call out your name? And the reason she said that is because, like, I watched this YouTube videos about skinwalkers and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And they said skinwalkers say the last thing or supposedly say the last thing that their victim says or whatever. 
And, like, he calls my name from around the corner, and he's dead at this point. And so, like, I hear it distinctively, and I walk over there, and there's nothing there around the corner. And, like, as a kid, I don't remember the rest of it. Like, I don't remember yeah. I don't remember if I went back and played or if I was just, like, if this became a repressed memory, and now it's, like, starting to recirculate if, like, something happened at that point. Yeah. But to me, nothing happened. Like, it was just one of those off to the back thing. And then later on in life, I'm reading these stories, and, like, I'm hearing these stories of skinwalkers and shit, and it makes me think, like, could I have been a victim, like... Could I have gotten snatched as a kid, like, at some point? Like, could, if I would have kept walking following that voice, like, could I have gotten eaten in the woods or some shit? Like, something crazy? Or may- maybe you did, and, like, you, you were, time just kind of stopped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you were, like, you were gone for a moment. Almost like getting abducted. You were gone for a long time, but in, our, in the time on Earth and shit, it was, like, it was only, like, a mere few seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, I got abducted if any time at all. Yeah, like, or, yeah. Travel to another dimension. Like, how crazy is that? Cry, cry. And she's like, why would he call out your name? That's why she said, why would he call out your name? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, why wouldn't he? <laughs> He's my grandpa. Like, he might have been why yelling, you? like, for me, I was the only one home at that time. I'm wondering just as much as fucking you are. Right, <laughs> right. Like, dude's getting eaten by a skinwalker. Like, first thing he's going to call is the person's name that's there. Shit. But yeah, my girlfriend told me this. because This goes off the whole crazy stories that we're telling, too. And, like, she doesn't want to believe this, but one time she told me she was driving. And, like, when I hear other people tell me stories, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, you you think about it as bullshit, but then it's, like, she's got a little bit more credible story. And it's, like, she's driving. And and in my mind, I'm just, like, you're tired or whatever. Because, like, for some reason, when I I watch these stories, I'm not as skeptical as if I am when somebody's telling me them. Because I've seen so many of them and I've heard so many of them that when somebody tells me something, I'm like, oh, it was probably your figment of imagination. Or you were tired. You were on drugs. No, I'm I'm the first one to look for that. Jared, my brother Jared gets pissed off at me. (laughs) Because I'm the first one to be, like, try to think about it logically. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not trying to bust your balls. No. I'm just... I'm just being critical of it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm just Dude, you're just I'm picking not the, the, the holes one to jump to like, oh, it's a fucking ghost or right. oh, it's a fucking it's aliens Let's like get the fuck out of here. Chances like 99% of the time there's a logical fucking explanation for this. You just got to fucking find it. Yep. Uh were but, you tired? But were you, I'm were not you drinking that night? That sometimes it's unexplained. Yep. There's it's unexplainable and it makes absolutely no sense and something Crazy must have happened here, like yeah. But and what it was was, and, and this goes off the whole like YouTube videos. Like this goes corresponding with this whole story. But it's she's driving and she sees like this dog human running, and I'm like, what? And she's told me this story like a long time ago. And this is what's crazy about because the whole point of the story is, I just started watching these YouTube videos probably within the last year or so. Yeah. And these stories happened to me and were told to me years ago. So, like, she told me this dog head story a long time ago, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Like, you must have been tired or something. And then I watched this story on YouTube called The Windigo, where this dog mm. human head is, like, running on the side of the road after people. And, she, and that's what she told me. She was like, she looks out her window. She's in the, in the back seat, and there's this thing just running next to the car as fast as the car is going. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. But then when I when I listened to it originally, I'm like, that, that's crazy, but were you drunk? And now I listen to it now, and in the back of my mind, I got that, like... That could have been something. The the Wendigo's an, an interesting thing. I don't know if uh, how much you know about it, but uh, it's like an old Native American thing. Yes, like it's an old Native American tale. Like uh, 
I don't know if you ever read those those Alvin Schwartz books. No. Scary stories to tell in the dark. I might have heard more them. scary stories to tell in the dark. It, it's that sounds very familiar. Did they make a movie or something off of it? Because scary stories in the They're dark sounds going, very familiar. Actually, they somebody bought the movie rights to make a movie, so I'm psyched. And if they do nice. it well, it could be really fucking good. Because dude, it, the best part about that shit, the stories were cool and fun. It was more for kids. Okay. They were they were pretty clean, you know, scary stories, but yeah. they were creepy. But the artwork was the best part. Like. The guy who did the artwork for it, like I think it's Stephen Gamel or Gamel. I can't remember which one it was. Either Alvin Schwartz or Stephen Gamel, but those are the two guys that were that made the books. But uh, one of them wrote, one of them did the art. But the art was so fucking creepy and awesome. Like I actually have it. You see that black book says scary stories. Yeah, treasury the one right there next to the Buffy one. Grab that real quick and just look at the cover and just flip through it, dude. The art is fucking amazing. Some of the creepiest fucking like like imagine reading that. As a kid, and or just looking at the pictures, yeah, dude, that's creepy as it, fuck. This looks from it might be like this might be a lot of where they get creepy pastas from, because well, like a creepy lot of creepy is kind of like a, a modern day version of this stuff. They just yeah, that's what I'm saying because a lot of the artwork and it, and it's more they can do whatever they want. They don't like have to the, keep the it snow clean. tracks, like the person walking in the snow to the house but not back into the barn and stuff like that. And then there's like little songs in there that actually have sheet music with it. Where you could, if you wanted to, and you knew how to play like the piano and stuff, you could play the piano and then sing the lyrics and stuff. And they're really fucking. There's like one about a girl serving fucking brain soup or head soup to her husband and shit. And oh, like, that's awesome! Yeah, like, I love this dude, kind of stuff. I've always wanted to get like tattoos of some of that artwork and stuff, and like oh, dude, big nasty. framed like pictures of it and shit. Like something like this. Like you just got some, you just got something like this on your chest, like. You're just across, like the uh, number twenty three with the tattoos that he ended up having by the end of the movie. Well, some of my favorite stories in there have are are probably mostly because of the art, because I can look at the art and just get everything I need from it while reading the story, and I yeah. can picture it all. But like, there's one, there's one called the Big Toe. That's such a fucking. That's like a legendary story. Like everybody knows the Big Toe sort of deal. But like, there's one called something like the Thing or whatever, and it's not even like. This this creature, it's about this guy that goes into a house for the night or whatever. He's like an abandoned house to sleep in there. And he keeps hearing noises throughout the night. And eventually he sees this creature. And it's like a big, headed, fucking crazy, flying, giant flying creature. And the picture just sums up the story perfectly. Like this picture, I'm glad they put the picture with it because I probably wouldn't have loved the story as much. <gasps> trying to find it. Yeah, I love people telling scary stories and like watching crazy stories and like some of the pictures they put up there to pick some of them are kind of like they just put a candle burning or something up there but some of them like really get into like some crazy images and you just get into it more yeah because it's just all audio with still shots it's kind of like listening to a book but seeing like screenshots go by yeah yeah yeah, for sure it's uh they're like watching a youtube video where they're just showing you images what they're talking about like there it is I always wanted to get that tattoo. Oh, dude, that'd be sweet. And, like, you see him, the guy running away from it, and that's part of the story. Like, it taps on his shoulder, and it's just like, can I help you? Or, like, it's a friendly thing. Like, it's yeah. not trying to scare him and make him run away. It's trying to, like, talk to him and be friends with him and shit. <laughs> that's insane. But, like, the guy's so scared, he just fucking runs, and, like, it's just so good. Like, this is my childhood right here, right. dude. Like, this, this is what scared the shit out of me as a kid. 
And like I could get I could check these out from like my elementary school library. That's how I heard about them. Dude, that's insane. Like Bookmobile and shit. Yeah. They'd come and I would check this shit out. Like and go home and read it and scare the shit out of myself. Like not piss all damn night because I don't want to get up at three in the morning to go take a piss because I'm scared like that thing's gonna tap on my shoulder and ask me if I need help or something. But see mine was uh mine was more movies than anything. Like when I watched um I I watched more movies than I've read books. I would say in my life. So like my and I've oh, heard yeah, a bunch of stories. Like I, I like to read, but yeah, yeah. That's why I love. I like people telling me stories. Like that I, I absorb. Like I'm a almost a absorber of knowledge. Like I'm just like I like all this stuff. And that's why sometimes like some of my stuff will get mixed together. Like for the longest time, I thought Judge Dredd and uh, the other movie that they were in were the same movie. The same. It was uh, Judge Dredd was the one where he was the cop. And it had in the, fu- uh, in the future and in shit. the future, and then there was the other one with Wesley Snipes, and I always thought that they were the exact same movie, but only for one scene because when I would tell people the other one with Wesley Snipes, what was that? That I, was the I one. Picture that, it because that was the one with ah, uh, oh, what's her name? Was it Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock was in it as the cop with them, and Taco Bell was like the big. The big deal, and they unfroze them. And that stuff. all sounds really familiar, but I can't think of any any fucking. Yeah, I can't remember the name. I actually just recently watched that movie. Oh my god, I can't because it was Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Demolition Man. I always thought Judge Dredd and Demolition Man were yeah. the same thing because I always in my mind pictured Wesley Snipes walking in and opening and restarting the robot and then it fighting Judge Dredd. Well, I don't know if Demolition, what Demolition Man is based on. I don't know if that was written for as a movie okay. or if it was like based on a book or a comic. Or yeah, something, I'm not sure either. Judge Dredd, I believe, was a comic or yes. a graphic novel. Yeah, Judge Dredd was definitely a comic book. So I don't know what movie came first. Demolition, I don't know when Demolition Man came out. Mm. But I know Judge Dredd I saw in theaters, so it had to have been like mid to late 90s. Yeah, I want to say I want to say they came out around the same time. The one with Sylvester Stallone is the one I'm talking about. They both had Sylvester Stallone. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. but I'm talking about the Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah, the Judge Dredd one Sylvester came out in the 90s Stallone. because that I think it was like, they have actually have it on Netflix, so I think it was like 93 or 95. That was Around Judge that Dredd? Area. Judge Dredd, Wow, was yeah. that soon? Yeah. So when was Demolition Man? Demolition Man. That had to have been before Judge Dredd. I want to say it was either, it would have been early 90s then. Early 90s, late 80s. Probably. Yeah. Maybe like 89. Well, because they were around the same time, and that's why they mixed so well in my head, because I would see like That's what I was billboard. trying to figure out. Yeah, I would see a billboard. Was one kind of the answer to another from, yeah. like, from the two different studios, kind of like... Um, like like HBO made Game of Thrones and then Showtime or whatever made Camelot and then Camelot Game of Thrones won. Yeah, Game of Thrones you know obviously I mean? won. Like, People are still watching Game of Thrones. And, and then like every time one one studio puts out a western, it seems like there's another western from this studio too. Yeah, like, that just these, happened. It was it's uh, phases. Like what was it? Uh, Django Unchained and then uh, the Hateful Eight and then there was another one that all. Well, came Django out Unchained this. and Hateful Eight. There was that was like. Four or five years because those were both Tarantino. Oh, they were what both I'm Tarantino. Is, okay, because I know there was one that came out around the exact same time because it was Sinister Six or something like that. It was it was Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. So yeah, like there was a weird like it, that's actually it happened recently. There was like a weird uh, surge of Western movies once Hateful Eight came out. Yeah, like, and they made and then they made that comedy one for Netflix with fucking Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Which Sandler. Was, uh, which was like right. It was. Uh, oh, I can't remember what that one's called. The Ridiculous Six. Ridiculous Six or something like that. I still never. That's the only Adam Sandler movie on Netflix I haven't watched. 
And I like westerns. That was actually it was silly and stupid, but was it was it? supposed to be. It was it was funny. It was a good way to get like a bunch of people together that used to act together and shit. Like it, I liked it. I, okay, I laughed my ass off at it actually. Yeah, he may, he still makes decent movies. He's he's getting better. Like the yeah. movies he's doing now are getting better. They're not great. They're no no. Like, they're nothing like the original movies he used to make, like a Happy Gilmore or. Uh, I think once he started making it to where, because his original movies were just a regular guy that you could relate with, yeah. And then he started becoming that rich asshole. Well, kind of like in the beginning, he was doing like his Saturday Night Live type. Deal, yes, like he was Happy doing more Gilmore, skits. Um, Billy Madison. Like he was being more like he was on Saturday Night Live, and then he he started doing like more serious. Like Big Daddy was like that last one that was really fucking good. And then he started doing like weirder. He yeah, tried to be funny more serious. Funny people came out after Big Daddy. Either that or uh, I liked Funny People. Funny People was like two thousand and something though. Because it was Funny People and Big what Daddy was the was other like one? Ninety eight. That think. was similar to the Funny People and uh, not Internal Sunshine, but the movie that he came out with, like Internal Sunshine, because Internal Sunshine oh, was Jim Carrey. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. I, I like both s- of them. I didn't even see that, but that was like an indie movie where it was like real serious. It was yeah. kind of funny, but it was like a dark. Because he's made Dramatic three serious comedy. movies where he's made that movie about uh, the saxophone player, 9-11 or something like that. I can't remember what that one was called. Uh, that one was really good. It was called Rain On Me, I think. It had Don Cheadle. Yeah. He was like, uh, he lost like his whole family, so he kind of like regressed back to who he was before that. Where like he, he grew his hair out long, he was kind of like an emo kid. Yeah. He listened to a lot of music. He basically turned into like the singer of The Cure, kind of. He was real quiet <laughs> and always wearing scarves. He just turned into like an emo guy. Yeah, he did. Like he, he really regressed did. He back was... to like his teenage years, and then he found him, and they became friends, and then it was like he became obsessed with him more, like because it was like I really wanted to see that movie because Pearl Jam did the theme song for it because the song was called "Rain on Me," but the theme for it was a Who song called "Rain Over Me," and Pearl Jam yeah. did that song and they used it in the trailer. So, uh, and that was like when Adam Sandler was still kind of. I yeah, just, you know, still kind of on that thing. But that movie always stuck. It. The whole reason I saw that movie though was because of the Pearl Jam song. Okay, yeah, I liked it a lot. But, I thought it was a really good movie. I, I liked the movie too. It was real sad. Yes, like, very it was a very sad. serious movie. But it was probably one of his best serious movies, I would say. But I mean, his mo- what I'm saying now is he's going back to that kind of style. Like, like Little Nicky was awesome because he played like a character. Yeah, like in Ridiculous Six, he he played a character kind of, but he was kind of the the cool guy hero. But he was playing it like he knew he was supposed to be playing. Like that's what made it funny. Like all these people were playing these caricature versions of these old Western people. It's like they were making fun of Magnificent Seven before Magnificent Seven even came out. Yeah, because Ridiculous Six came out first, didn't it? Yeah, like a yeah. year. Probably. That's what I thought. Because that was his first Netflix movie, and he's made probably five Netflix movies since that movie came out. Yeah, because he made The Cobbler. He made which which was better than people gave him credit. Well, like, dude, Cobbler was great. I liked that. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was fun. I thought it had that uh, break between comedy and, and like uh, seriousness. Yeah, and like, it like it evened was, itself out like a normal movie. It reminded me of like a '90s movie, like yeah. a, a more updated '90s movie. Yes. Like I almost feel like the only it was reason magical. Pe- you know <laughs> I, mean? I almost feel like the reason people didn't like it was because Adam Sandler stuck out. Like he stuck out in that role. Because it's Adam Sandler, you don't expect him to be that character. It was, it was like, it was like Big Daddy again, like yeah. a Big Daddy with a magical aspect. Because he was just playing himself, but like it was still kind of a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was instead of being a guy who got his foot ran over and he's been living off that fucking insurance money, <laughs> and now he's just taking on a kid. In this one, he's a guy who's taking over the family business that's failing, 
because nobody fucking uses a cobbler anymore. No, I didn't even know what the cobbler was. Like, I thought a cobbler, like, I thought he was going to be like a baker. Like, then, I was thinking like a pastry when they when I seen that movie. He discovers this old machine that his dad put away a long time ago. Fucking is magical. And he can, any any shoe he fixes with that machine or whatever, if he puts those shoes on, he can become that person. Dude, there's so many funny scenes from that. The like, fact that he can put those shoes on and become that person makes it... It's, like when it shows it the first time, it was hilarious. But it's it's stupid as fuck. But it was. I don't care that no. movies are supposed to entertain you. Like, and that's how I go into all those movies. Like when I when I go into a movie, even on like big budget movies, I don't go into like a Marvel movie expecting like that's all dumb. The like, greatest all of thing it ever. Is, it's never none of that shit's real. That's why like yeah. I get mad when people talk about wrestling being fake. I'm like everything is fake. <laughs> exactly. Like but everything you watch is fake. Like it's entertaining. Entertainment, like it's there to entertain. And if it if doesn't anything, entertain you, wrestling's more impressive because they're doing it live and they're yep. doing it great. Like it's like it's it's like a play. They're doing choreographed dance moves with punches to the extreme, to the extreme live, and they only probably botch like five or six of the moves. Yeah, every night, yeah. like. And, and it's depending like, on who you are, you go, you, yeah, depending on who you are. I mean, you could be that's that's why great wrestlers that's why botchamania, are so that's why botchamania exists, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, the botches are some of the best parts, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be the same without the botch, no, it wouldn't be, but, but it just goes to show like how good they are. Like, if they were botching everything, wrestling wouldn't be there for 50 years. Wrestling no, was right. there before Vince McMahon, yeah, oh, yeah, wrestling Vince goes McMahon back just as far made it what it is today, wrestling goes back to Egypt. They were wrestling for entertainment. Probably cavemen were probably but, wrestling yeah, each like, other. Fucking wrestling was probably a big part of like the old, like original Olympics and shit yeah. back in like the Greek days, like yeah. ancient times and shit. When it went when it went public, like TV wise, I would say the first big promotion was probably what WCCW, I think it was, or um, maybe because it wasn't NWA. NWA was like the first one that because it, the only reason people know that is because it turned into WWE. Like what's yeah. his name went on there and threw away the title and uh, they were like, all right, now this is WWF, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's entertainment. Like, it's... <laughs> I saw the one comment and it, it's because I for the people listening afterwards, I put pop my phone up and did Facebook Live. Real quick. Oh, I didn't even realize we were Facebook Live in. But uh, the the one comment we got is Nick Cannonkrat saying Demolition Man. So like he was probably dying like motherfuckers it's demo like he probably typed right he's typing there like oh my god listen we to got it comment. eventually though so yeah. if you're still watching you realized but okay yeah we did we did realize what it was but yeah that because that goes back to the original point that that in that one scene it always clicks in my head that he woke up the robot and the robot fought Judge Dredd for some reason and every time I told the story of the movies. It would ju- it would go the- it would be play out it would be like yeah Judge Dredd came through or or the Demolition Man where Wesley Snipes came out but as soon as he gets to that part where Wesley Snipes wakes up the robot and the robot really has no reason like there's just a robot that gets woken up by Wesley Snipes and I think he uses it for like twenty seconds I, or something I don't even remember the okay movie. Like, <laughs> but I, I remember, well, I remember the movie, I watched but them I both tell recently you anything about the movie itself okay I've watched them both recently so. There and, and that one scene, it always clicks in my head that it, it was until my dad told me, like, no, that's not the same movie. I'm like, yeah, but he wakes up the robot and he fights Judge Dredd at the end. And he's like, no, that's not what happens. He fights <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, yeah. but he doesn't fight Judge Dredd. And it was just like, <laughs> what? No, like, I, I can definitely see how you get the two movies. Yeah, up. and I do that with a lot of movies. Like, I'll be like, like, not so much more now. But like I watch, if I watch the same movie over and over again, and then I watch another movie over and over again, they just kind of click together. Like I'm just like, yeah, this dude 
Captain America totally fought Spider-Man in uh, DC Comics, Batman versus Superman, Spider-Man, episode one. You're like, none of that even makes any fucking sense, dude. And I'm like, yes, it does. Spider-Man came through in the one scene where uh, Flash came back and talked to him about his mom and his dad, and they fought real quick, and then he left. And you're like, dude, none of this fucking happened. (laughs) Like, Spider-Man was in Civil War. Like, Uh. I still need to see Homecoming. Homecoming, I heard, was one of the best Spider-Man movies. And I heard, actually... I haven't seen it yet, either. I haven't seen... Dude, I'm so behind on all... I haven't seen Guardians 2. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen Guardians. Gar- uh, I'm, I'm going to closet this. I haven't seen Guardians 1. reality. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I was slipping it out there. I was yeah. letting you talk. I haven't seen Guardians 1. You haven't seen Guardians 1? No. Fuck, dude. That's why you I mean, slipped it in there while you were talking. That's that's one of the best ones they Marvel's made, dude. Yeah, see, I'm not a big Marvel fan. I don't know why. Every time I'm, I watch I'm a not, Marvel I'm, movie, like the Avengers, I can't watch them all the way through. The uh, The only one I was able to watch was Doctor Strange. Love that movie, Doctor I Strange. I haven't seen that one either. Oh, my God, it's on Netflix. And I've had every fucking opportunity to see it, and I haven't. I know the, my, my girl wants to watch it, so I've been waiting for her, but she's fucking busy all the goddamn She's working, or she wants to go to sleep, or like... We can't do fucking anything. Right. I feel like I barely know her anymore. That's, that's my life. I'm just always fucking working. But the... Um, yeah, Doctor Strange is great. But what the whole point I was trying to make was... They're bringing Infinity War is supposed to end. It's not going to end with Squirrel Girl. It's going to end with Spider-Man. And the way they said it might happen is the Shattered Dimension storyline to where all the Spider-Mans came in and they all kind of stand there. And then something happens to the new Spider-Man and he realizes something and then he gets super strong and fights Thanos and beats him. Hmm. That's what's going to happen. But what they were saying would be cool is if they can get all the actors that played Spider-Man, like uh, Tobey, uh, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. And, and uh, I don't know the other guy. I've Andrew, never seen that one. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. And they all just have that one image where they come in from parallel universes, and then they explain why there was a new Spider-Man every fucking three years. They should even get the the old guy that played him in the old like 70s oh, dude, that would be sweet movie or TV show or whatever. I don't even know that guy. I know what you're talking I about. I don't know it either. I just know it existed and everybody hated it. No, Adam West, they couldn't even get him now. He died this year. I know. I, I, well, I, I was trying to make the Spider-Man theme, but I made the Batman theme because it was like the... The old 60s, 60s Batman. They had a thing that was like, what's the best Batman? And it had um, all the it had Ben Affleck, it had Christian Bale. I think I answered that. I said, um, I couldn't even tell you what I said. I might have said Adam West, but uh, I, I still love Christian Bale as Batman. I thought he would he did a really good job, but I haven't seen enough as, of Ben Affleck as Batman to really say that he's good. But the way he looks and what I have saw so far, that's I appreciate that version of Batman the most. Yes, he's the most Bruce Wayne depicted. Well, it's just so he's the most comic book Batman I've ever seen, that's, aside yes, from that's the, what I meant. the killing. Yeah. Which is strange to me, but I, at the same time, like it's really not that. I mean, Batman has killed before. The everybody's favorite go-to Batman movie is the 1989 Tim Burton Batman, and that motherfucker was shooting people with guns. Yeah, Michael Keaton, and, like killing them, throwing them off of buildings and shit. Like, yeah, the Batmobile was... had fucking turrets on it. <laughs> the Michael Keaton one was the most, and that's the one I always go to because Michael Keaton to me. What should be old Batman? Like if they do a Batman Beyond, Michael Keaton would play the best. Ben no. Affleck would be the best, probably actor for the role, but Michael Keaton would be the best looking for the role. No, I would, and it would make the most sense. It would like, because it's, that would be it's awesome. technically the old Batman and stuff. No, I, I agree with that for sure. Which sucks because Ben Affleck doesn't even want to do it anymore because that's what they say. DC, 
Well, from what they're saying, uh, it's Casey Affleck, his brother, that's saying he doesn't want to do it. Ben Affleck said that shit at Comic-Con or whatever. Yeah. That was supposed to dispel the rumors, even though he never once said that he still wants to be Batman. He just said, he just never it's said awesome he, to be Batman. He just never once said he doesn't want to be yeah, Batman. Yeah, he didn't confirm or <laughs> deny anything. He just yeah. said, being Batman's awesome. Basically saying, like, right now I'm Batman and it's awesome, but that doesn't mean I'm going to remain being Batman. But then his brother said something like, no, he's not going to do the, the solo Batman movies. He's But, but see, he's already under contract, so says, he has to. Says some fucking website that interviewed him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. For all we know, that never happened. Or Casey Affleck's at home going, what the fuck are they talking about? Right, at you the know? bottom it says The Onion Fake News or something. Like... Yeah, or like, you can't trust anything on the no, internet anymore. Like, I, w- I thought fucking um, somebody died not too long ago because the site was so well made. It was like some CNN or something like it was like CNN something, but the site wasn't. I think I remember what you're talking about. Who was it? Um, it was somebody. I, I think I posted fake on. I think maybe George posted it or something. Somebody posted it to where I was like. It was Clint Eastwood. But yes, Clint Eastwood. But it was on a CNN website of CNN Global or something like that. Dot com. And yeah. So I thought it was legit. Yeah, dude. And no, no, no one else was saying it wasn't. Like I looked it up on Google. I was like, did is. I don't even remember what I typed, but I looked to make sure to confirm it. And usually there's something saying fake or something or other things saying it that it actually yeah, happened. It would kind of tell I mean? you what ha- what was going on. Like there's a fake rumor going around the Internet. But this must have been so fucking recent at the time of, that I saw it that there was no one was dispelling this rumor. You know, what yeah. I mean? so but later it came uh, later, you know, it didn't a day later, probably. Yeah, once they finally <laughs> caught up with it. Like once Clint Eastwood finally tweeted out or came out and was like, I'm I'm not dead. Like it, it's it, it's like, not Do I even need to say it? Like, really? I'm here, right? Like I'm like ninety seven, Gran Torino number seven, like we're doing this. But I actually just yeah. seen Gran Torino recently. Like last year recently. That's that's a good movie, dude. It is. I can't believe there's so many movies that I haven't seen that I go back and watch them and I'm like, Oh my god. That's one of those movies that like I had absolutely I didn't know what it was. I'd heard about it. Like, I've heard the name, and I saw stuff for it and posters and whatnot, but I had no idea what it was about, and I had absolutely no desire to see it whatsoever until somebody was like, that movie's fucking great. You yeah. need to watch it. It really like, is. All right, I will. Then I did, and I was like, it had been out for like a year or two at that point, point. I'm like, why the fuck didn't I watch this? This movie is great. Like, yeah. This movie is like, buy on Blu-ray worthy. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gran Torino was like, you want to see more of it. Like, by the end of that movie... You're like angry and fucking happy at the same time because, like, spoiler alert, but like they get what they deserve in the fucking. They definitely head. do. And and the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, the movie was about uh, Clint Eastwood moved into a town that was full, like dealt with racism. Dealt like, with he racism was racist in the beginning. Yeah, shit. he was and very like, racist because he had what was it, uh, Spanish neighbors or Mexican neighbors or they were like, like very ethnic neighbor because they, they were like doing the whole. They, ritual I think stuff. they were. Korean or something because I think he fought in the Korean War. Okay, because I know so that, that's what made him so. He kept calling him like racial slurs that I think had made sense that they were, like, Asian. Yeah. Some, well, I knew they were, but they were, like, Korean or something. Yeah, because they like had, that. like, some kind of, like, they had a gang or something that was his cousin trying to get him in there. So it was, like, yeah, it was almost were... like watching those movies of gang war, but not following the gang war, just kind of seeing the, the lo- what the, the neighborhood, neighborhood would look it. like. Yeah, what yeah. the neighborhood side, what like, they get affected by. It was more like seeing that, what they call the, the greatest generation how they deal with that yes. sort of thing. Like, 
the people who grew up fighting in the world wars and shit. Yeah. Like, like their whole life was about like, like the American dream and having families and shit and making America better. You know what I mean? And like, like a good home home brewed movie. Clint Eastwood's age. You yeah. Know? Like it, he was he directed it too. So like he knew crazy. all about it. So Clint Eastwood, I can't believe he's still alive. Like, he's been through... He's, like, 90, ain't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Didn't he make a movie with John Wayne at one point in time? Like, he's been around for, like, a minute. Like, he started in the Dirty Harry. Like, he was making westerns when westerns were popular. His name ain't even Clint Eastwood. No, it's not. That's that's a character he played in a movie, and it was so fucking good that he just became Clint Eastwood after that. He's so old that he he just became the character that he is. His fucking kid's name is something Eastwood. Like, he is so Clint Eastwood that, like, he became Clint Eastwood. I think the movie you're thinking of, too, is called Magnum or something like that. It was the first movie he made that wasn't a western. Where... Where he was a detective and like there was like a serial killer that he tried to find and ended I, up being a police officer. I didn't, I didn't follow alert. the guy or anything. I'm not his biggest fan. <laughs> I just know that like well, Clint Eastwood isn't either. his real name, but he played Clint Eastwood was like a character in a movie, wasn't it? That he played, yeah. right? It, it was well, yeah, because he played Dirty Harry and he played Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the movie, but it was a movie where I think it was called Magnum. But he rode around in like an old Cadillac. It was obviously newer at that time. It was when all the police cars were like the old LTDs and the old. Fords so it wasn't a western. No, it was his first movie that he made that was modern. Well, he did play Clint Eastwood because I thought Clint Eastwood was maybe like it was a the good, the bad, and the, maybe it was the good, the bad, and the ugly because he played Clint Eastwood in all of his westerns. I don't, I don't know anybody listening right now. So like these guys are fucking dipshits. <laughs> right? so I don't even know what they're talking about, which we don't. No, I'll be the first one day. I have no idea. No. That's why I'm asking. My dad was a huge Clint Eastwood fan. That's how I, I've but seen all the movies. I, I can't remember his real name or anything, but and we're on. It's Facebook like Live, it's like so John Carroll, but like or something John Carroll. That's like <laughs> that's actually like my. One of my favorite drummers. Is it? Yeah, he was the drummer for that's, the number twelve. Looks that's like the name you. I just pulled out of my ass. And, too. Uh, and he, he he drummed for Horse the Band for a while, which I love Horse the Band. Interesting. Interesting. But uh, great drummer, John Carroll. But he spells it J O N K A R E L. So and then John Carroll Lynch is uh, an actor. He played Twisty, the clown on American Horror Story. He uh, he's always he's also. Um, Drew Carey's cross-dressing brother on the Drew Carey show. John, uh, John Carroll Lynch, ladies and gentlemen. I know exactly who you're talking about now. Yeah, and I he, don't think I was an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Good dude. Never met him. The more you know. Cool dude. The more you know. He's been in all kinds of shit. Facebook is He weird. was in the fucking... Uh, Do you know they actually started the making Mile, Facebook Live only hour-long videos now? Oh, really? Yep. Uh, that's because they're starting a new uh, thing. What like is it? they're actually starting to, they want to integrate it, make it more like Face or like YouTube, and have their own like original shows and content and stuff. So uh, we should probably do some more stuff on Facebook. Maybe, yeah, that's cool. But uh, they're not, they're not paying anybody. It's all like you do it yourself, and it's like an advertisement type deal. Like it's gonna be like, I think they're trying to do what YouTube used to do, or along those lines. You know what I mean? I don't know. Very early stages, from what I hear, but yeah, because the only reason I know about that is because my girlfriend does that live pearl thing, and she said they just updated it and made it an hour long, and I'm like, well, that's weird because I never do Facebook Live. Before I think it was three hours, you couldn't go longer than three. Hours. That's why we got cut off you in the middle of WrestleMania. Yeah, you were able to go three or four hours. Yeah, I think it was like four hours tops, depending. Yeah, on that where. was the max. Like it, you would have to be able to, and I think that I think it would also base off like if your feed's going, like if you're a dead feed, they're just going to cut you off eventually. 
That and if your signal strength isn't very if good. If your signal strength isn't very good. Because there's been a couple times where I've seen people go Facebook Live and it just kind of, like, for no reason. Speaking I'm just of. like, why are you even Facebook Live? Bye, everybody. Bye. Not only that, but. All right. All right. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I had to piss and we're back. We are back. Um. Well, we are we are a good f- forty three or some minutes in here. Nice. So that was a since it's audio, we can pretty much just go as fucking long as we want it to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it could be broken down into like two minutes. It could be put up as an hour and a half. Well, three hours. I'll probably just. I mean, it's just like I said. It's just audio. So That's what I'm fuck saying. It, just like, put the whole goddamn thing up. Like, well, I'm just saying it doesn't matter. Like you were saying, where it goes with the the timing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, I can't remember what the last thing we were talking about was. We were talking about, um, definitely weren't talking about, yeah, that picture threw you all off. Mm. Mark had to go pee, and then when he came back out of the bathroom, I, I had... He, I had, he had quite, he had a, what looked like a sequence of pictures <laughs> that were set up like a, like, like one of those sequence, photo booth like a pictures. time sequence, and a woman was shoving, they were going into a grocery store, she took a raw, whole chicken and shoved it up into her vagina. And then put it back on, and I, I assume she was steal. They were stealing it. I'm assuming so that they were stealing it. But we were debating on whether or not, um, what the whole purpose of this was. Not to mention the fact that that is extremely, extremely unhealthy. And oh she yeah, could it was probably very get really fucking sick. And like to, salmonella. To, so not to not get too much detail, it, it was a lady stuffing a chicken. Stuff in a, in a, a grocery store. Up her vagina. Yeah. In a, gro- in a grocery store. Just a raw poultry. Yep. And a whole it, chicken. And there was several people there. Like, the beginning shots was a kid and a guy holding the chicken with her. Well, we determined that the person taking the pictures was there with them. Yes. The guy that... But somebody had their child there. Yes. Like, and it wasn't like somebody was walking down the aisleway with their child. That child was one of theirs. No, the child was with them. Yeah. Were they feeding that chicken to the child? I don't know. Like, uh, that... I want to know the after story. Like, did she get sick? This 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 is so strange. It's it is. so strange. It's like it's, it, it's, it's either completely picture. set up and the whole thing's fake. Yeah. Or this this was done for a specific. But I mean, reason. the wings are like she positions the legs to it's where she's not put even her fully inside on. of her. It's like sticking out of her. Kind of. Like the legs are. The legs are. But she got the whole base in there, and it's a decent size. It's probably I would say like a pound chicken. Like it's probably like a yeah, pound it's of meat not, there. Yeah. It's it's not a whole turkey breast or something. It's not a whole like turkey. It's like one of those rotisserie chickens you buy like in full in one of those little plastic yeah. containers. And it's not. It's but not. It's fully, raw. Yeah. It's raw. It's not. It's fully a raw yet. chicken. It's fucked up. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't like, either. Either the whole purpose is to make that sequence of pictures or meme, whatever you want to call it, or or for some reason they wanted to document that she can shove a, a whole chicken up her vagina or she can, or that the fact that they can steal a whole chicken. I, I don't know. Like, there's... It could... Well, so well next, well, next week on there what needs can you, to be a story with this. Next week on what can you stick in your vagina? They try a whole Volkswagen bug. <laughs> God, that's Herbie's best day of his life. <laughs> and then they try to work their way. The girl wasn't the girl wasn't unattractive. No, she wasn't. And normally, like when you, when I mean, she like, wasn't like dropped it gorgeous. But I mean, like, but she if, was like a normal woman. She was like she wasn't like somebody she was, that you would think would do that. No, if she wasn't shoving a chicken up her vagina, I probably would have been like, damn, I'd fuck her. You know yeah. what I mean? But- or if you were talking to her at the bar. Like, in a normal conversation, you would never look at this woman and be like, 
You stuff chicken in your pussy, don't you? No. I don't think I would ever think that about any woman. Well, no, I wouldn't either. I guess I would. That'd I be guess, the last thing. Even a woman that might shove a chicken up her vagina, I wouldn't look at her and be like, I think she'd probably shove a chicken up her vagina. But now vagina. I'm going to. Now I'm going to look at women like, can she stick? <laughs> no. Can she stick a picture in there? My, like... my, my criteria now when it comes to women, that is, that is a fact. That is a question I'm going to ask myself. Would she shove a raw whole chicken up her vagina? And could she? Could she? And do, you, she want, have do you want that girl? Like, how blown is she? If she could stuff a whole chicken in there, how stretchable is that? Like, because obviously they didn't just walk in the store and stuff a chicken in there right off the bat because nobody can spread that far. There's going to be pain. There's going to be blood. Well, there's going to be. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, there's unless some, she just stuffed it maybe in there. Maybe she's and, a porn star. And ate through the ripping of her insides I, because that would have to stretch it to the point of like, it was almost like sticking a small ball in there. I mean, it was bigger than that. Like a small ball, like, like a football. Like, like, like sticking a you're football thinking like there. the small b- versions of basketball. Small versions of basketball, like a like a dodgeball, but like, a little bit like smaller. Like the ones that you like just for the hoops, you stick on your wall or your door or something. Volleyball, volleyball size would be a little bit best. Probably the best. Uh, All right, that's that's bigger than I was, I was thinking. More like maybe cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. I thought like a volleyball was the size of like a cantaloupe. softball. Mate, what am I thinking of? A volleyball is huge. I'm thinking of the smaller version. That looks just like a volleyball. Uh, maybe it was a toy version. Maybe I've seen small soccer balls. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a small soccer ball. Thinking maybe they like were just a... like the the toy version of it, though. Either way, this is like if you have ever seen this picture and you end up watching this audio, comment down below and say, like, maybe, tell, maybe... tell us there's a story behind this. If you're the person stuffing I, the chicken, uh, contact us. Right? I was gonna say maybe send me the picture and I'll post it in the comments for when, when I post this on yeah. things, but. A lot like Facebook's not going to allow that. No, you would, ha- take... you would have to like blur everything out, and it would take away from the chicken. Yeah, like, you wouldn't be maybe able to... maybe if you're really that interested in it, go to at Hayward on Twitter, and you, maybe you'll post. You want to post it on Twitter? I, I don't know if I want to post. Okay, don't do that. Okay, I don't know if I want to. If you post really want to see it, get a hold. Of Jesse on Twitter, and he'll send it to you. Yeah, I'll send it to you in a DM. At if you Hayward. Fo- if you follow me on Twitter, at Hayward, because that's the only way you could send a DM. This isn't a plug. But if you follow me on Twitter, I'll send you the DM of the picture, and we could we can socialize about it, and we can go yeah. back to the video and socialize there. Because if you ever... The, the whole thing is, this needs to be the thumbnail of Bloatfly Girl. And have you ever heard the story of Bloatfly Girl? A Bloatfly Girl? Bloatfly Girl. I don't know. That does, uh, okay, I blo- think I hear Bloatfly, and I think Fallout. Okay. Bloatfly Girl is a girl that walks up to a dumpster. And that's the beginning of the story. She's like, as I approach the dumpster, I take my, uh, well, she doesn't take her underwear off yet, but she's like, as I approach the dumpster, I get in there. I feel like anxious. Like it goes through her emotions. Like she's like, I walk up to the dumpster and I'm like, oh, this chick is dumpster diving. Like what kind of GameStop video is she going to get today? Yeah. And so she's like, I walk up to the dumpster and I feel anxiety and then I jump in and she like starts playing with herself in the dumpster. And then she starts like humping a garbage bag and she builds herself up. And the next day she takes her panties off and now she's humping the garbage bag with no panties on. And it goes through and she ends up, she's like, and then I finally built the courage to rip the bag open. And I seen what was inside and it was rotting meat. And I took the rotting meat and she was like, and I was like playing with myself with the rotting meat. And then she was like, there was maggots all over it deeper. Cause she was like, I got deeper and deeper into this rotting meat. And then she ends up stuffing the rotting meat. And taking it home because she brought two pairs of panties this time, so they wouldn't fall off. So she off. stuffed it inside she stuffed of herself. She stuffed the raw meat inside of herself and went home with it. She's where? Okay, I must have missed something here. What is this? This is a story. This is a story called Bloatfly Girl. And there's another one called. I never it's read just, the second. It's just story. like somebody. Made, it's, it's like, like on Reddit. It's or like something. somebody. Like yeah, like somebody on Reddit like, a, like typed out a 
typed out a story like like this has happened. Like this is supposedly okay. a true story. Almost like like creepy pasta. Like a creepy pasta. But well, it's but from, this is supposedly the true. author is the the or the narrator or whatever is the person that wrote the story. Okay, like it was posted by them supposedly. All right, I, I like, yeah, like she's got like it would almost be like following a blog about fashion, but it's about weird stuff like this. Again, gotcha. it's another one sent by. But our she's buddy Matt Donaldson. so she's of course. Like I <laughs> Who said, else that's would such send a, me that a stuff? Fucking Matt Donaldson. It thing. is like only him. And I'm pretty sure it was posted on Reddit. And I'm pretty sure it's a Reddit thread. It sounds like, but like it goes through and it talks about Reddit. how she gets infected and stuff like that. And it talks about it because it ends with her and like waking up in the hospital. So she shoved a bunch of. <laughs> I mean, there's what? a lot more detail into it. Like it goes like I would have to. I'll have to send you the story one day, and you can skim over it. This but, is fucked. I don't read much on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I'm, I always hear about it, and like I've looked up some Reddit stuff, and I've read things on Reddit, but like I never use Reddit to seek things out. You know what no, I mean? No, neither do I. But uh, a lot of my weird stuff comes from like Facebook, or like someone will tell me about something, and I'll look it up. Mm. Like I, I don't like this stuff comes to me. I don't know. It's weird. Like weird stuff comes to me. I don't really seek out things. Like I'll just be sitting there watching YouTube, and then all of a sudden now I'm on the weird part of YouTube. Yeah, or and it's like, like, and I'm watching the weirdest of the weird videos and stuff like that. Most new discoveries either come from some word of mouth, somebody telling me about it or showing me something, or uh, that that fucking rabbit hole you go down when you watch one thing on YouTube and you got nothing to do. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, like it's like suggested videos afterwards. Not only now, but now they have those fucking. Uh, those end cards you can put on there. I've actually been fucking with those a little bit where you, you can actually make an ending screen on the end of the video and you can put like links to your Patreon or links to your store and then like other videos, like other specific videos you could put on there or you can just make it like your most recent one or whatever. So now that they do that, that leads me to other videos from the same channel. Okay. So that actually leads me to more subscribers me subscribing to things more because I, I'm starting to see more of these people's content, which I see why they do it. It would help us a lot, too. That's why I started doing it. But uh, we just haven't been putting out as much content lately for me to be promoting the content like that. But once we get a Patreon going someday, when I feel like we could actually, it'd be worth all the effort. You know Most definitely. I mean? Most definitely. Um, I'll start doing that. But as of now, like the... The, the stores on there and links to other videos. Just skim, it, skim over. That's a story. You don't have to read it out loud. But oh, that, it's called Maggot Story? Yeah, it's called Maggot Story. And I think she, I think I just made up the name Bloatfly Girl, honestly. Here is my Maggot Story, the one I didn't lose. Anyway, I wrote this about two weeks ago after my experience with maggots. About five years ago, I didn't realize people would ask me to repost it soon. So hope you enjoy it. So... It's like she posted a story a couple years ago. So it's about herself. Yeah, it's about herself. So this is her. Yeah, this is that's her. That's even more fucked up. Yeah, I know, because there's another one called Dead Deer, and I haven't read that one, but that's where it, it starts out. He he didn't want to give me any spoilers, but he's like, it starts out with her walking up to Roadkill on the no, side it of the starts, road. No, it starts out like this. Like, I just yeah, read, it starts out just I like just that. What was the just read was like the prologue. Yeah. And then there's like a bunch of dots, and then the story starts, and the story starts out like this. Sunday was... Sunday was warm and sunny, just how I always fantasized it would be when I finally went through with it. I stared walking to the dumpster. I think that's supposed to be started. I think it's supposed to be started. I started walking to the dumpster again, I think about 2 p.m., and I was really excited and nervous. I felt butterflies in my tummy just anticipating what I was about to do. So this bitch, this is like a fantasy of her, and she's wanted to do this for a while. For a while. And she's writing about it like... 
Oh, dude. Like, it's something she really cared about. Like, scroll down a little bit and get to, like, the uh, like close to the well, end that, of the story and see That what, was like, the first paragraph of the story. Yeah, the this, first, like, first probably two paragraphs of the story is like, what the fuck is going on This here? is the second paragraph. The dumpster is in the alley behind a restaurant near my house. It gets emptied on Tuesdays, so by Sunday it's pretty stinky and there are flies buzzing around, which means there are things rotting inside there, and that's just perfect for me. A few times in the past, I climbed into that dumpster and masturbated. What the fuck? <laughs> right, dude. That's where it gets weird. Like Nothing too intense. Most I'd ever done was take off my pants and hump against the dirty garbage bags. And one time, I laid there with my legs spread, watching the flies land on me. Jesus Christ. Like, okay, first off, I want to see what this girl looks like. Yes. Is well, she, like, now, Does is this what she needs to do to get off? Because she can't get it anywhere else? Or... Is she like some very, like, most men would be like, yeah, she's attractive. I'd fuck her, and most men would say, you know what I mean? In my mind, she and, has to be. And she's just really fucked up in the head. Yeah. Or like, this, this, she has to, this is what she gets off on. Like, dudes just don't do it for her anymore. In my mind, she's either tall enough to just step over the dumpster are small enough and athletic enough to be able to jump into the dumpster. So she has to be like a normal well, average size. There's, there's, I mean, you can get it. But I, like looking wise, I don't know. Like there's no real depiction that you can get look wise from this. Like the more you get into the story. No, it, she doesn't she describe almost herself. Seems All like, she's doing is describing the act itself. Yeah. Al almost as if she, she's writing this for people who already know who she is. Yeah. And what she looks like and it like for fans. Yeah. At this point. You and know it's what almost I mean? like a like a uh like a um fantasy website. Like one of those uh what is a, what are they called? They're not fantasies, but they're uh they're like they're like the weird things that it's people like people like, like farts and like people like the smell of farts and people like like what is that called? It's like, I I don't know what they're called, but I know they're that like weird they like weird it's almost stuff like, like the that. like the, it's the, what gets them off. Like somebody f like um Somebody spits in their mouth and they're like, oh. Yeah, and like people getting off on like puke and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, people getting off on puke peeing and stuff on like people. Uh, people and watching like people, people eat. Write, and... write those stories and like some people are into incest so they'll write about fucking their cousins Yeah, and shit, so I'm thinking that's what this is. Like uh, all kinds of stuff. Like there, there is a term for it, but it's it's almost like those old Hustler articles that people. Yeah. Like the stories. Yep. Like uh, I forget what they called them, but I don't think they were true. But just the way they were written, they were like. Erotic and it got they yeah. they were kind of hot you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. But that uh, was the best. Honestly, people say they get Playboy and Hustler for the ads. That's right. why you get it because those are the best. That's the best part of the book. Like you can see a naked woman anytime. Like I mean, maybe not back then. It was because this is the thumbnail. Like she looks like an average. Like if that's actually her, like you can't really see much, but she would look probably like an attractive woman. That's a really. Because when you click on it, you can't see. Blurry. The, it doesn't go into anything else. It just goes back to the story. That almost just looks like she she found some random thumbnail on Google or something. Because okay, that that, that picture there. is so blurry and pixelated and shitty looking that it it looks like it's really fucking small and it's been blown up. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't either. But for all we know, it's a dude writing all this stuff. It could you know be. what I mean? It could be. Because, like... If you think about it, people have crazy like expanding minds. I could write something like that with with the proper like proper knowledge of, of like how things work and like what people are into. You could probably go in and create a creepy I don't know about as far as that goes. Like that almost it's so detailed that it feels like it really was going on. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's that's weird. I mean, I didn't read the whole story or nothing, but just 
Well, like he gets into the part to where she's like she's she lays in bed and it gets so infected that because like the more it's in there, the more she gets off. See, so this whole time she's just laying in bed with this just flesh inside of her. Like the maggots grow. That's why I, I dubbed her Bloatfly Girl because the maggots grow inside of her. Well, it the the blog itself was called Bloatfly Girl. Was it called Bloatfly Girl? Like okay. if you look at the address on it, it's like Bloatfly Girl dot something dot com, like like. Bloatflygirl dot whatever blog site she uses dot com. Like, okay, so so you could actually go to like her. Maybe she has pictures or something, or saw more stories. Yeah, she's like a sick, sadistic, fucked up like Perez Hilton or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's how he started out. Like he just made blogs, and then so many people followed him that he could get advertisements and pro- like sponsorships you, and promotions and shit. Would you be able to advertise something like that? I like mean, that, that's anything like that. If you get enough fucking traffic to your website, you can get advertisers. True. Like, that's why podcasts, like, oh, when they first, podcasts are huge now. Podcasts oh, are, yeah. is, is the new radio these days. Like, there's more people doing podcasts, doing more with a podcast than the, you could ever do on radio. More people listen to podcasts than they do radio yeah, now. Yeah, it's more accessible. It's actually pissing Howard Stern off. <laughs> like... Howard Stern would be a good podcaster. If Howard Stern he, like never turned do his it. show he into hates a on podcast. podcasting so much. Does like, he? He sees it as like the death of radio, I guess. But uh, which it kind of is. It is when you have more freedom, it's going to kill the thing that doesn't give you as much freedom. Yep, that's why the internet is killing cable. Yeah, um, Netflix. That's why you can like you were saying you could get HBO Go. Like you don't even need cable anymore to access these channels that were only accessible. Yeah, like through H- a cable. HBO uh, Go provider. is what you get when you have HBO. Okay, so that's just. But the I mean, free if I app. ordered HBO, like I would have it on my phone. Well, HBO Now is what you do when okay, you don't HBO have now. cable. That's and what HBO. it is. Okay, like, HBO is just like the HBO Go is the is the like mobile app that goes along with your HBO. Okay, like okay, I get it. HBO Now is the paid subscription service. So yes. like, if you don't have cable, you can just get a like a Netflix version of For HBO. Like Twelve or thirteen bucks a month, and sometimes it's like 15, that's it's fifteen. Fifteen bucks a month, and sometimes that's what people only want. <laughs> they only want the the movie channels, or they only want certain things well so that's that's the issue is at this point there's so many and you want you want to you and they're all specified for the certain things that you want but once you get so many of them you're almost paying just as much as you would for cable or more depending are. on how many you want and that's why so what they need to do is figure out a system where like i don't even know what they need to do but like the best thing i could think of is some sort of package deal where like the I don't know, where, like, they all kind of team up together and you get, like, five subscriptions for a certain price or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard to do because everyone's got their own fucking Well, they would have to open it up like Hulu. Like, Hulu has a bunch of TV shows. Hulu needs to step in and grab up HBO and show t- and raise the price to $20 a month for Hulu. Like, I'd pay 20 bucks a month if I was had access to HBO, Showtime... Um, and just even access to Showtime and HBO and then everything else Hulu has. I would pay an extra $10 a month. Well, that's kind of what Hulu's doing now. Okay. If you, if you have Hulu now, you can you you pay eight ninety nine or whatever for basic Hulu with commercials. Yeah. Which I think if you pay it all, you shouldn't fucking use commercials. No, but if you not pay, at all. If you pay like 10 or 50 I don't know how much it is to do it without any commercials at all. But it's more money. But uh, basically, you can do it with the commercials for like eight ninety nine a month. Um, and now they offer you this thing where you can get Hulu. I forget what they call it, but basically you pay 30 bucks a month. You get live television. You can watch things live. Oh, wow. Now, and not only that, but like 
for this much a month and that much a month, you can add all the Showtime shows or you can add all the HBO shows. Okay, but you then it I gets mean? into like a cable subscription at that point because you're paying 30 bucks to have all that. And None of that, but you're, $20 you're paying for internet too. Yeah, you're paying for internet. $60 for internet just so you can run all these apps. And I almost wonder if they're doing that because cable is sitting there like, don't drown us out. We see what you guys did to Blockbuster. We'll give you, we'll be one of your sponsors. Well, like cable's made so much money that cable itself could be a sponsor and hide behind like a, a paywall, like a, a commercial wall to where it's like Spectrum. Well, the Every only time thing you see a Spectrum commercial, the only thing keeping cable alive, dude, is the fact that they're the internet providers. Yeah. Like that's the only, that's why they'll offer you, that's why they always want you to get the package deals where you get cable, landline phone, and internet. At thirty bucks each, but in the end, you're fucking paying ninety dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, if you got internet, just internet, for the same internet you would get for thirty dollars in the package deal, like the sixty megabytes per second, like you know the the de- the good internet that can yeah. d- that is more internet than you need, you're paying sixty dollars for by itself. Yeah. So you almost. Yeah, it's a better deal to do the package deal, but I don't need a fucking home phone. No, I don't. And I don't need, if I have internet, I don't need cable. No. So. I haven't had cable in probably 10 years. Like, it's been probably like 10 years since I've had cable. Dude, I never had cable, if you think about it. Like, even when I lived with my parents and shit, all the way up until like probably 13 years old, we had uh, antenna TV. Okay. My so dad finally cable. got us a satellite dish once I got into, like, middle school. And we only had that until I got out of, like, high school. And then, like, if I go to my parents' house now, they're still using... They they got the converter box, but they're still using antenna television. Okay, yeah. The, they have, the, like, like nine channels. You know what I mean? And their internet sucks. Because yeah. where they live, they live on a big hill and shit. Like, it just makes it really fucking impossible for anything to run. Even though, to this day, I think... Uh, Time Warner or Spectrum or whatever, all the internet providers are bullshitting them, saying, oh, well, you can't get internet in your area, even though I know every other motherfucker on their street ain't living without internet. No. Not, no. It's no. impossible. What they do is they don't want to take the fucking time to go out there and figure out how to run internet up there. Yep. Exactly. And there's a pu- couple places that do that, so we're like, oh, we we can't or we give you shitty internet in your area. Well, then, then you have issues like me. I don't have another provider. The only other provider I could go to other than, well, it was Time Warner at the time, but now it's Spectrum. Yeah. They have a monopoly on this whole fucking area. The only other person I could go to is Verizon, and then I'm paying for data, basically. I'm paying yep. I'm paying per usage, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my it, God. It costs them nothing ridiculous. to generate internet. It costs them nothing to generate data on phones. Like, it's... It's not even a physical thing. No, it's not. It's it's a free source. Like they could literally take the internet and just give it to you at this point. Like I understand like the no, devices no, no. and the Wi Fi's and the stuff like that, but like like the like you're saying it's an open source, like the data. Like I don't need to have only six gigs a month. Yeah. No, like, it doesn't need to be locked down. They are fucking inflating the shit yes. out of data. Oh yeah. That's why they can sell you pretty much what you get on your phone from Time Warner for twenty bucks a month. Yep. You know what I mean? Unlimited. The yep, same exactly. speeds and everything. Like, that's what you're getting on your phone is the shitty version of what Time Warner or Spectrum is providing. And I almost wonder the cheapest version. if that's written into a monopoly law somewhere to where that's why it's that way. Because if they provided unlimited and you wouldn't need Wi-Fi, 
Like you would, but so you still need like they almost help each other. Well, because like the, the Wi-Fi gives Wi-Fi me unlimited a, internet, a better connection. It is, it's a better connection, but it gives you unlimited internet. That way, you're not using your data, but then you're paying for your Wi-Fi bill. Mm-hmm. You're also paying for your phone bill. You're paying for all of this. You're stuff. paying for all of it. So at the end of the day, and then if you got cable and, and, and a house phone on top of that, and through Verizon, you're paying like per gigabyte. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they give you a certain amount up to like ten for gigs a, for a for a certain price, and then once you go over that. Each gigabyte's like ten dollars. Yeah, ten extra dollars. My that's what my parents have to do in order to have internet. They had to go through Verizon, get this little card thing that hooks into their computer. It doesn't even hook up to like a fucking phone line or anything. Like it's just literally hooks into their computer. So this thing is getting a wireless signal from something. Yeah, from a satellite or so. Something. Obviously, internet is capable of being up there on that hill where they live. Yeah, because like they didn't a quarter run of an extension away. cord down to this to like the city. Yeah. To fucking run internet through it. Yeah, that but makes like, no sense. Well, no. Now that I think about it, it had to be linked up to their home phone because they have a home phone. Yeah. So it's hooked up to, so it is hooked up to a phone. So it goes through like a DSL line. But it's wirelessly going from that home phone, basically modem, yeah. router that is also a phone, wirelessly to this little card that's hooked into their, their fucking desktop computer, right? So that shows you right there that it's totally and utterly capable of giving you high-speed internet up there. Yes. So why the fuck can't Time Warner do it? Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense They're at all. They're paying 10 extra dollars a gig, which, granted, they use very little of the internet. They're yeah. not downloading or streaming things. They can't have Netflix, or but- they'd be paying out the ass for it, but like... They're not doing any of those things. I'm sure they'd love to have Netflix. Yeah. I'm sure my mom would love to fucking have shit to watch so I don't have to put it on her Kindle. You know what I mean? Uh, illegally. Um, well, yeah. But because everything costs so goddamn much. But it's it's ridiculous, dude. It is, dude. I, I mean, it, and like I get the whole, like the Monopoly thing you were talking about. When I lived in Parma, there was, you probably won't even know him, Cox Cable. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It, they literally had like five mile radius in Parma that you couldn't get any other cable provider but Cox Cable in that five mile radius. Hmm. And you're like, this is stupid. Like your guys' internet sucks and I can't go anywhere else. Or I like you said, I can go to Verizon. This is back when everything was unlimited, like before they were like, we can make money yeah. on space. Because people are gonna pay it because dude if I if my internet got shut off today, I wouldn't it would be like going back to living with my parents in like 1998. Yeah. I'd have to, the only thing I could do are things that I have. Like, that's why I, I I'm a big, I'm big on not going digital, buying everything in physical copies. Physical versions. Because uh, digital is way too easy to lose. Um, You don't get anything, you don't get anything for your money. And at least with a physical copy, I I can sell it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't like, sell something. Like yeah. I be, I bought fucking Deadpool on Blu-ray and didn't just order it on iTunes as a digital copy and put it on my phone or something, but like uh at least I could still get like 3 bucks for it at the exchange. And what's crazy is you could The exchange buy it. isn't going to buy the digital copy I bought on iTunes. No, they're not. They're, not only that, but like I have to store that somewhere now. Like it's going to take up a gigabyte or two on my hard yeah, drive. Yeah, easy. That's on a disc. All I got to do is put it somewhere. Yeah, like now I physically have to store it. Yeah. But I'd rather do that than have to clear up my hard drive all the goddamn time. And 
not only that, but you bought that for what? Probably like 15, 20 bucks. Okay. Because it's the Blu ray. So you yeah. spent 20 bucks on it. M- most, like, if it's a fucking, like, Avengers movie, you're still yeah. paying $24 for it 10 years later. But nine times out of 10, it comes with a digital download. It, it comes with a DVD, a Blu-ray, and a digital download. And the digital download is $25 yeah. by itself. Not only that, but I couldn't tell you. The only time I ever use a digital download is if it's a digital download for something that isn't something that's on the disc I just bought. Yeah. So like usually, like for Star Wars, when uh, Force Awakens came out, the reason I bought the target version is it because it came with exclusive bonus content only from target but it was a digital download okay that is the only time i have ever fucking used a digital download from a movie is to watch that thing that i wouldn't be able to watch it unless i got that digital download to me if i have a dvd and a blu-ray with the movie fucking on it what the fuck do i need a digital download for yeah Yeah, if i want to take it with me yeah, on your phone. What, your what are the chances I'm going to want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy again when I go to fucking Kentucky or something? Yeah. For a, you know why? Why I would go to Kentucky? I don't know. I and just again, you got to have signal and data for but all like, that. But like, like yeah, like Internet. if I'm yeah, well, you can't no. just plug it into a wall and watch it on a digital desk. downloads. Though you can, like, you don't can need you just watch it off because what it is, is it's just the thing. Like you, you put it on there, it's on there. Okay. You don't need internet because all that. the all the digital downloads I've ever used were from like Alex gives me his movies and I have to put them on Vudu, but I still need to be able to get to Vudu to watch them. Oh, I can't just watch them on iTunes. No, most digital downloads now you actually get the physical. Well, not the physical, but yeah. you actually get the file itself, and it's saved on your hard drive, so you could put it where. Okay, see, a lot of these were um, a lot of Walmart. It's That's like, what it is, because Walmart links their. Because uh, every time you buy a movie from Walmart, if it has a Voodoo, it automatically links to your no, Voodoo account. Certain, yeah, yeah. kind of like Steam games and stuff. You can't yeah, play unless like you're stuff online. Like that. Um, or like, um, but for example, it's more like, um, like if you buy a song on iTunes. You don't have to be on the internet to listen to that song. Yeah, because you have the file on your, your yeah. iTunes app or whatever. Or your iPod or, or your iPod phone or yeah. whatever. So you you pay you bought and paid for it. The thing I don't like is that I don't have I what am I getting? I'm I'm not I didn't get anything physically. I no. like Yeah, I can watch the movie on my computer on my device or whatever, but like that's all I got. If yeah, my hard no... drive gets erased, I don't have it anymore. Yeah, maybe it's saved in the fucking iTunes store or whatever, but like the, I don't know. There, there's, there's pros and cons on both sides. Yeah, there's, like, there's a backup of a backup of a backup. When literally, in the this end, is all you needed was one thing for the disc. If I'm gonna be paying full price for something, or if I'm gonna be paying good money for something, I want something for my money. Yeah, you want to get your money's worth. You want to know that you even, got something out of it. And not only that, but I mean, I don't have a video going right now. But anybody that knows me knows that I'm a fucking collector. Oh yeah. Like, uh, uh, I like things. I yeah. like things physical things like <laughs> like and I, I like digital things too but like you, but yeah but like you like you like having things like stuff you could look at stuff you could like but display the I, physicality I'm the same of it the fact that there are physical objects and not like digital media to me makes it have more value like to me it makes it not just a purchase it's a kind of an investment yeah because like like for example that fucking statue of green arrow I could still probably get a few bucks for that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got it for my birthday. I think it was like $50 at the store. But, like, I could sell it now easily for 20 30 bucks. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Stuff has resale. Fucking, I can't do that with a fucking digital download. That's Nobody's going to buy a fucking digital download. It's a download. one-time use. They'd be like, no, bro, just give me your login. 
Yeah. Like, or you just get your iTunes login so I can watch the movie. Well, no. It's like you can't sell a fucking digital download. Is it like, let's say I had a garage sale. Here's a sheet of paper with all my digital downloads. I'll give it to you for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like, but if you sit there and you see Deadpool on Blu-ray for, you know, $5 or something, you're going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're going to grab I love that. Deadpool. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many CDs I bought for, like, $5 at a garage sale. Oh, definitely. Or garage less. sales or uh, Fucking game movies exchanges. for, like, 50 cents. Like That's why places like Game Exchange exist, and there's pawn shops, because those are physical items. Like, it goes back to the bartering system. I'm like, you trade it. If money collapsed, we would be trading items. Yeah. Like, I, I would mean, trade you a cup of coffee for a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how it would work. I couldn't trade you a piece of paper and be like, I'm going to give you the, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's a handwritten note. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't worth anything. Oh, it's worth the world to me. That doesn't fucking mean anything to me. Like, no. that's exactly what a digital copy it's is. It's like, here goes value. a piece of paper. Yeah. And if you have no use for it, there's nothing. You, I'm going to wipe my ass with this. Well, yeah, great. What if, what if you don't have a device to play it? You know what I mean? Which I guess is the same thing. I actually, I actually ran into that. If you don't have a Blu-ray player or a DVD player, you can't play that. But I mean, uh, like in the future, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like film versus, and I've made this argument so many times on podcasts, but... uh it's like film versus digital, you know what I mean? Like, most movies nowadays are filmed with digital cameras, and they're not actually on, there's no physical film whatsoever, yeah. as opposed to movies all back in the day were put on a on like an actual real. celluloid film that, like, but let's say the whole world goes up, aliens come, they land the whole, it's just on a fucking apocalyptic wasteland, there's no sign of human existence anymore. They find a fucking film canister in the ground with fucking Gone with the Wind on it or fuck, even something as like ridiculous as like Daddy's Home. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. <laughs> like all they got to do is put it up in the sky to the light and they can see the movie. Yeah, they'll be they able to. Can, they can, all they got to do is run it through a reel and, and they can watch the movie. It's like hieroglyphs. Um, like if they used to put shit in stone, that's how we see their depiction of entertainment. No matter what, that's it's there. Yeah. Just like a record. Like you can you can put a, a vinyl record on a record player, have it plugged into no speakers, start it, and you can hear the music just coming off the record. Yep. Because it is physically in existence on that record. You're hearing the vibrational. Like the speakers are just amplifying those vibrations. That's yeah. all sound is, is fucking, like, waves and vibrations and shit. Yeah. So, like, that's like, why, like, a guitar string is a perfect example. You vibrate the guitar string and it creates a sound. Yep. That's what everything is. Like, if I bought a, uh, if I bought a laser disc right string now and I had a laser disc player, I could watch that laser disc. Yeah. If I found a code from 2009 and it expired in 2010, that code is gone. Yeah. There's no more oh, beat. It might have a file in the cloud? backdated well, the somewhere world's else. Up and the cloud doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Exactly. You know what the, I, the code doesn't exist. It's gone. Well, just the the whole the whole like yeah. If that shit's not turned on, it's not floating in the ether anymore. No. It's you if know. If I walked into the thing and ch shut down their servers right now, Willy Wonka killed that kid because he couldn't get put back together in the other TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He became a blueberry and got rolled out. Yeah. Violet, you're turning violet. Violet. <laughs> Augustus. Augustus, Augustus Gloop. Gloop. Yeah, that actually happened to me recently. Me and my girl you got were talking to a chocolate river. <laughs> yeah, I did a... actually. Chocolate <laughs> rim job. Um, <laughs> you go ahead. All right. So, uh, me and my girl were like, "Let's run a movie, right?" And I was like, "Dude, let's run a movie from Redbox." And 
I'm like, all right, cool. And it, it was it was a solid copy, but it goes it goes off of what we were saying, where if you don't have the thing to play it, you're screwed. Yeah. I get in the red box and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, dude, they got a deal. I'm like, these movies are like a buck fifty, and then if you buy two, you get two of them, you get the next one for a dollar. So it was like two fifty for two. So I'm like, I'm on the second movie, and then I realize I'm like, we didn't bring the PS4. I don't have a DVD player or a Blu-ray player at home. Yeah, you need something. To so play like, it. I'm like, I'm screwed here. So we ended up going home watching something on Netflix, which is the opposite of probably what we were talking about with the with the thing. Yeah, but it yeah. still goes off if you if you don't have it. Like it would have been the opposite if I had a DVD player, but somebody handed me a code. I'd be like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? I got a DVD player at home. I don't have a computer. Yeah, you have to you have to have a. Some sort of device. You have to have some kind of device, yeah. To play a digital code, which I mean, essentially... And I guess you, the DVD would go off the digital code, too, because I can't pick up a DVD and go like this well, and see he, the movie. It's still the same thing. Like, it's all digital. Except yeah. there's a... It, this digital file is on a physical it's thing. It's a physical copy, yeah. Like, the, the digital file, like... No matter what, you're going to need a device to play it, whether it's, whether yeah. it's a physical copy I mean, even with something. VHSs, you need a device to play them. Like, it just had that old school lithograph like like but in order to play a digital file you would have to put it on a computer and then put it on a device or watch it on that computer yep or or it ha it would have to be on a on a hard drive that plugs into your PlayStation or a hard drive that plugs into your your smart TV or something or whatever yep. like no matter what it's going to have to be on some physical source so why not just buy the fucking physical source yeah that comes with the digital file like and with I'm that not going to just buy a digital file I'll buy I'll buy the combo pack Blu-ray that comes with the DVD, the Blu-ray, and the digital file. But like but, when you when you buy that DVD, you're gonna go home and you're gonna put that DVD in and it's gonna play the movie, unless yeah. it's corrupted. I buy that digital code. Like say I bought a digital code off you five bucks. Say so that was a thing. I go home and put it in. Oh, he already used it. I'm fucking off five bucks now. There well, was no actual. That's if, if you buy it used, not only that, but digital codes expire. Yeah, digital codes expire. If that digital code was a broken link, like there's been times where I clicked on something on Facebook, it was a broken link. Yeah. If no, that happened to I, me on a movie, like I'd be screwed. There was no because I didn't buy the DVD. I couldn't just go home and throw it in the disc. I, I bought like uh, like I know with vinyl albums now, like a big thing they do, just to, like uh, like the the you'll buy the vinyl record and then it comes with the CD and a digital code, just like a Blu-ray or something. And uh, they'll fucking I, I've actually gotten the digital codes. And I'm like that's cool because then I can just put it on my computer if I ever want to put it on like. A like on my phone or something, or yeah. listen to it through iTunes on my good speakers, and shit. right? And uh, which is cool. But then I've went and I've actually used it, and it didn't work, or it said like a uh, link has expired, or this or whatever. And I I've actually had to go to customer support, email them, and be like, look, I never used this. I just got this the other day. I literally, I waited two days to even use the digital code. Yeah, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, sorry, here you go. Use this code now or we refreshed it like they had turned it off before the expiration date even happened like yeah the fact that expecting it, it to be expiration gone. date is a red flag for me yeah already your dvd doesn't have an expiration date unless you have use a goddamn it expiration date yeah like just use it one time it doesn't matter how late you use it as long as it gets used the one time i mean that digital code is in a system yep in and it knows whether or not it's been used or not and if it has been used or not, your system's fucking flawed. And some digital codes only have a certain amount that you can download. Some of them cap off at like a thousand or a hundred or ten. And some of that is because of the the host provider for the yeah. website. Like I know, like for uh, on Bandcamp or whatever, you can you can set it so like only the first hundred listens of it are free, and then after that you have to buy it. But I always turn that off. Yeah. The fuck? 
Right, like, I mean, that's for people that are on there, like, people like if Joe Rogan came on Bandcamp. Yeah, people that, like, are actually making something, <laughs> some yeah. sort of profit off this sort of thing. They would give you, like, the first probably 45 seconds free. Or, like, pe- people making, like, music and shit. Shit that isn't just, like, on a weekly basis. Because who goes back and listens to, like, episode number four of a podcast that has, you know, 700 episodes? Yeah. Very and rarely. And then you're playing it. Unless and then- they refer to it. In a in a in a recent episode, and you want to oh I want to hear that, and you go back. You know that's really the only time I listen to episode one and of a podcast that's been on for fucking ever. three minutes. In it was like all right, now you got to lower the paywall, mm-hmm. and you're like the fuck? Why is there a paywall on this old podcast? I'm just gonna go to YouTube and listen to it. Like yeah. like you just go around it, and if you can't go around it, you're just gonna be pissed off. You just might not even listen to that guy anymore. Now, when you make it too complicated, people stop trying. Yep, that's it, it definitely I, is. I'm trying to as of right now. I'm trying to. Um, What's the word they use? Um, fucking when you when you when you God, I know the word. I've used it like a bunch of times, and for some reason eludes me. But uh, I'm trying to syndicate it, get it on okay. all different kinds of platforms, on like Stitcher, iTunes. But in order to do that, you have to set up an RSS feed, and in order to set up an RSS feed, it has to have somewhere it's reading this feed from so i have to set up like a blog basically and just put it out in order time by time and then the rss feed collects all those posts that you're doing and then you have to link that rss feed to like you or um like itunes then you have to link that to stitcher and you got to do it for each individual show you know what i mean so i have to have like let's say i've got jam up our podcast jay and mark and Fucking, for instance, like um, Western Jesus. You know what I mean? That's four podcasts. So I have to make four blogs that are specifically centered on those podcasts, right? So that the RSS feeds aren't all mixed up. So like the RSS feed isn't like Jam Up number four, then Jay and Mark number 36, and then Jesse and Mark's podcast number seven. And then like just so it's Jam Up one, Jam Up two, Jam Up three, Jam Up four. Keeps it in the order. It's supposed to be there's so much you have to keep track <laughs> right. of, and each one has a username, and each one has a fucking password. <laughs> and and like, what, dude, and, it's a lot of fucking. And shit I love people do. that listen to these things, and it's like you just uh, you just upload a video to YouTube for a living, and it's like, no, the fuck, no, you I don't, bro, don't, dude. Like, no. it's like there's a lot of there's like, a lot of technical work that goes into this stuff. It's like, why do you put so much money into this shit? Because it makes it like a thousand times fucking easier. Yeah, it means I can put out a podcast in two days instead of a week. Makes it a thousand times easier. <laughs> like, makes it a thousand times it means better. I can, I can do it all at once, and then it's done, and I can just put yeah. it out. Like people don't understand. Like, like my limitations when I was putting out game videos, to where I just had the limitation of what the PlayStation offered. Like I didn't have the setup like you have. You yeah, have you had to do it in fifteen. You, you minutes. have to do it in fifteen. Like, you work increments. with what you got until yep. you can make it better. Yes, exactly. That's, that's why, like, you could watch Jay and Mark number zero zero, and then watch Jay and Mark number thirty nine, which was the last one. The, the most recent one we did, which yeah. is like a while ago, and they're drastically different. Drastically, like, oh, just yeah, in the quality, qual- video quality, sound quality. Like, you can just see that, like, it just got harder and harder, but better and better. Like, it it's, does. It's fucking the flow, the flow got better. And, like, yeah, maybe it's probably not the greatest content on YouTube or whatever, but like, it's a hell of a lot better than it was. It most definitely, and, and that's the thing, like. I mean, we've had people tell us that we should have more subscribers on YouTube, and it's like, but it's hard to get out there because with it, even if you market all the time, like I market on Twitter, I'm on Instagram now, I'm on everything, like we're on Facebook, and it's just like, 
if that one person doesn't hear you or shout you out right now, it's like it, it's such a grind to get to that point. Like we've been at what probably the grind of just a hundred subscribers. Yeah, we that that was our that was our, our milestone. first real goal. Yeah, that was our first real goal, and now it's five hundred subscribers. I think there's another milestone of five hundred or two fifty or something that happens. I don't know. I'm Cause, just because I know uh, YouTube unlocks more stuff for you to do and yeah. makes it a little bit easier as you go through. Well, I, I know there there's like a whole page on the dashboard on YouTube for like your account stuff. Okay. For people who own channels where it, it shows you what's been enabled. Yeah. And what still. You're you're not at that point that you can enable. There's only like two things we can't do. I think I think 500 is the one where you just have like a direct link where you don't have well, to do www.youtube slash madarchermedia.com. You can just do madarchermedia. Well, no, no, that's that's we already got that. We already got that. Okay, that's I at 100. That, I thought that was at 500. We are youtube.com slash madarchermedia now. Okay. Um, which thank fucking god because that is so much easier to put out there. Yes, that you can just tell somebody that and they can remember it. You could just give the whole you, instead like of you giving don't even them have individual to, all videos. All you have to do is remember Mad Archer Media. You don't have to remember YouTube.com. Just just put Mad Archer Media after YouTube.com slash. Yep, I need to upgrade my uh, anybody who knows anything Twitter about computers that. knows that really. Yeah, I need to upgrade my Twitter to that. But I said fuck Twitter a long time ago. Um, I'm still grinding on Twitter. To me, it's just a less capable Facebook for celebrities. For people with a following. That's really the yeah. only... Th it's a way for you to communicate with celebrities is what it is. Uh, and you, it, you can do less than you can on Facebook. That's why I don't understand why it's... It's better. It's it's I, Well, from what I heard, it's failing. Like like you were saying, you don't understand how people think it's better. But like it, it from what I heard, Twitter's kind of failing at this point. Like it's going... Get because out of here, Lenore. <laughs> Facebook keeps keeps adding all these things and making it easier to get to people and show people like Twitter... If I retweet something right now, I could retweet this podcast right now. Oh, Twitter spreads like fucking wildfire. And it's gone. It's 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 gone in there. It just gets like I can go on there two seconds later. I'll just refresh the page and there's a million more tweets on top of mine. Mm -hmm. And that's just who I'm following. That's not even who the Twitterverse is. Like, could you imagine if like when Twitter resets itself? Like, imagine the, the guy that like it, it's obviously not a guy pressing a button, but we'll use a guy for now. They're the, the Twitterverse is a guy that sits there and presses the button every split second. Yeah. Every time he does it, a billion more people upload it. So my post, a split second later, just oh, yeah. got buried by a billion people. Yeah, no, no. You were you refresh the page two seconds after yep. after you post something, and your post is a million miles. It's away. gone. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with. And, and that all depends on how many people you follow and shit. Yeah, if and you're only the, following four people, chances are you're gonna see the same. Post, post for the whole week. Yeah, you're gonna see your post depending on how many how many my, times my post. Those people I think post. I think I follow like 700 people and I'm up to like 570 now. Now that I've been, I'm actually thinking about changing it from Hayward Gaming to Hayward Wrestling because my Twitter has just become wrestling. Really? Like I literally just tweet about wrestling now. Well, like see, it, like, it uh, just well I because about making multiple pages like or not pages but uh, like uh, YouTube channels ones that just do. Like I thought about just making a, a jam up channel and then just making a Jay and Mark channel, but then I was like, no, then that kills like the whole brand idea. Of yeah. Because like I'm trying to have us all like under one umbrella. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like almost, more, almost more... like we're a production company putting out different shows. You know, we're a network. Yeah. Putting out different shows. Yeah. Just like, like Fox putting out Family Guy and American Dad and also you know like. Um, 
It's whatever that popular. That 70s show and like whatever shows are they got out at the time. And, that, and that's what and that's what YouTube's all, all about. Box shows, like yeah, and that's what YouTube's all about. It's like and like putting out what works because if I kept putting out the same crap and people weren't watching it and I keep throwing that down their throats, one of two things are going to happen: either the people are going to come in and be like, "Stop, just fucking stop," and they're all going to leave, or they're going to be like, "Damn, I like this now." Like when I watch like wrestling, when I watch a wrestler, I'm like, the New Day sucks when they first started. Oh yeah, and I'm like, heels. this is horrible. Yeah, at first I hate. I didn't yeah, like New Day and then at they all. did something. They found their platform, and they were the same characters, but they found what worked. Well, the weird thing with me about New Day is when I came in and started watching wrestling again. Yeah. Royal Rumble 2016, AJ Styles debut. Okay. In WWE, I, I remember AJ Styles debut in WWE. Uh, that was the first thing I watched again because everybody was talking about. It. I was like, well, Royal Rumble's my favorite. Fuck yeah, I watch Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. I mean, I still know at least a couple of the people out there. Once I saw AJ Styles, <laughs> I was back in. It was kind of like I've liked him on for years. Yeah, like AJ Styles' return was kind of like when Kane came in, when Paul Bearer uh, first brought Kane in, kind of, and it, it was like a huge explosion. Excitement. Yeah, like, it had a whole it's new like excitement. I was, I was meant to watch. It, it was like, like you were a little was, kid again. It, it, yeah, it's like I was meant to watch that Royal Rumble, and because my dude was debuting, it's almost like we were both debuting. Yeah, like I, it, it's like we're both in WWE now. Anyway, my point is, fuck. What was my point? We were talking. We were talking about um, YouTube and the uh, keeping it under an umbrella and the freshness of everything. I brought up the new day. Oh, new day. Yeah, new. Well, I started watching right around there. That was the point of that whole thing. But uh, I, I didn't like New Day at first. Yeah, but they were already popular. Like they had gone from that not working and and people not liking them to it's fucking New Day. Everybody loves New Day. Yeah, so they were already like at that rocks. point. But I didn't like New Day, even though everybody else did. Because of the characters. It was like Kofi Kingston had never had anything, just like R-Truth. Like, R-Truth, until he teamed well, up with Goldust. The only person I knew was Kofi Kingston. And from what I remember, I wasn't a huge fan of Kofi no. Kingston. And that's what I'm saying. Like, neither of and those And then guys. the other guys I didn't know. And to me, they just seemed like silly fucking assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after a while, they grew. I realized they were funny. And yes. like... This is actually quite entertaining, and like they they had to grow on me, is what I'm saying. Like New Day, I think just kind of has to grow on you. That's it why it took a while for them to to get over. And that's kind of and that brings us back to our original point <laughs> with the channel. Like you just kind of find, and that's what I was saying. One or two things are going to happen. I'm going to keep we're going to keep shoving things down people's throats, and it's finally going to click. Or people are going to come on there and gonna be like, "You guys suck." Which is fine, because I like constructive criticism. You can come out here and tell me I suck all day. Oh, there's there's still people to this day that hate AJ Styles, and I don't yeah. get it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's, he's they, bringing they, it back. He's making him, it worth watching again. Hair. Yeah. Well, that's all storyline, but I'm saying, like, there's still people to this day that are like, fuck AJ Styles. Like, they, don't, they just don't like him. And I don't get it. Like, what do you mean? He's one of the best wrestlers out there. He's making it worth watching, man. I got one. <coughs> but, uh... And it's just like, like you don't like John Cena. And it was weird to me because Alex was like, I'm a huge John Cena fan. And I'm like, really? I don't like John Cena. I don't, I don't like him either. And you don't like John Cena. I don't but like... Alex is like, it's because I grew up with him. And I'm like, that makes sense because you grew up the 15, like, <coughs> Alex is only like 21 years old. John Cena's been there for like 16 years. Well, I'm pretty sure John Cena is the reason I stopped watching in the first place. Yeah. Like, because that motherfucker came around and I stopped watching. Oh, yeah. John Cena was a terrible, he's a terrible, he's still a terrible character and he relates to the kids. But it's almost like John Cena for Alex was Stone Cold for us, or The Rock for us, or Mankind. Like, yeah. 
They don't. I guess they do have a I lot, can but, see that. but it's well, not. Alex is much younger than us. He is. He's Alex probably is a like, whole other generation. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like, and it's just like with anything in there. It's like the new day. Like when I first seen them when they were heels, I was like, oh my god, this is because tr-. originally back probably in like eighth grade. So we're going back at least twenty years. I'm thirty now, so we're going back pretty far. At that point, when I like how you said when you first came back to wrestling, and that's why I brought up the Kane thing. To where when Kane first came in, because I used I thought WWE was done. I thought WWF had bought, like sold out to WCW. Everybody went to because that's all my dad started watching was WCW. So oh, in my yeah, kid mind for a while there, WCW was killing. WCW WWF. was killing them, and WWF was gone to me. And then I got into a school where people liked because I would transfer schools and stuff. People liked wrestling like me, and they were like, "Did you see last night on WWF? Stone Cold uh, cut a promo on whoever," and it was like. WWF still exists. <laughs> yeah. And so the first episode I came into was when Paul Bearer came out and brought Kane out. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. And you're like, and it's just that excitement. Like, it got me right back in. I didn't want to watch WCW anymore. I was like, I want to watch this now because that was yeah. always my favorite brand. See, I was, I was never big on WCW. I mean, I like WCW. But really, the only reason I would watch WCW over WWF was because of uh, like Macho Man was there, and uh, like eventually Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were over there. That was really the only reasons, and that's when it started becoming good to watch. Really, like when when the Outsiders came over, or when they became the Outsiders, yeah. basically when they first came. Because I actually just watched a couple. Of, uh, I think they call that the that's the beginning of the Monday Night Wars. Exactly, exactly. They they that was actually like the storyline. WCW yeah. without WCW doing that. We probably wouldn't have had the Attitude Era. No, we wouldn't have. like at all. Like, thank God, the fucking click broke up. And I actually, it's, wrestling would have never blew up like it did. No, and it's funny you say that because wrestling might have died. I actually watched a video recently that said if Triple H, like Triple H, lost his push, which caused Stone Cold to win the King, of the, King Ring, of the Ring, yep, which caused the Attitude Era. Which caused the demise of WCW. If Triple H would have never hugged Kevin Nash, we might have had Triple H win the King of the Ring. And then at that point, he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, which was the worst character, the British, the British snob, and he was like the real come out like. Well, he was a, he was Connecticut. He was is that what Connecticut. it was? It, what it was is uh, he actually created that character in WCW. Oh, okay. When See, Triple, at that point, I wasn't watching but, WCW. But he was he was different. It was the same. Essentially, the same character. He had the same mannerisms and the same idea. I hated him, but he, I love him. he was French. Okay, so I was when I he came to WWF. I don't remember what he was called in WCW. I'm not sure, but he he was French, and it was basically the same guy. He didn't do a lot of talking, I don't think. But uh, when he came to WWF, they were like, "We like that. You should do that." But you're going to be Hunter Hearst Tomsley, and you're going to be like a Connecticut blue blood. Like he was a rich guy from Connecticut. Okay, um, I remember the blue blood. I don't remember him being from Connecticut. But he was American, and he was just kind of like a Connecticut rich asshole. Like, I'm better than everyone. Like, that makes me hate his old character even worse. But, uh, and then, I forget where the transition happened, but, like, he eventually became something different. Because I can remember back in the day, I saw Triple H as that character live at the Civic Center. Okay. Back when, when Viscera was still King Mabel. And they were a tag team, and they carried him out. I don't know how the fuck they carried that dude on that <laughs> throne, but like I watched, oh my god, I watched um, Razor Ramon and One Two Three Kid 
essentially break up after uh, after that tag match. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was, one, two, three kids stayed in um, WWF at the time or whatever it was at the he, time. He was one, two, three. He was Lightning Kid, I think. Yeah, one, two, and he eventually became one, two, three Kid. But he was tag team partners with Razor Ramon, and they were like after the match, they were like point like poking each other in the chest and getting mad and like. I don't know if they actually broke up, but they were very unhappy with each other and shit. And I can, like, that's, and, but Triple, my point is Triple H, Bret Hart was there. I touched Bret Hart's fucking arm. I was in the front row, dude. Like, I bought the Bret Hart glasses and shit. That's awesome. And, uh, that's awesome. But, uh, I forget what my point was there. Oh, Triple H was there and he was the Connecticut blue blood. He came out, he had the frilly shirt on. And yep, he, had, he did when the he, When he did the pedigree, he did it all like elegantly and, <laughs> you know, stretched his arms out. He did, he like did sell the fuck out of the pedigree back then. But uh, once once Shawn Michaels blew up and then DX started hit, the original DX was just him and Shawn. Oh, I loved uh, it. That's when it all changed. They, for Triple H anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's what would have been different. Because the whole original point was, if that would have never happened, the Attitude Era would have never beat out WCW. So I guess maybe that's what would have happened. He would Triple H would have went, he would have won the King of the Ring, and then he would have maybe because I'm saying if the split still happened and the Attitude Era was still going to where it was supposed to be, because that was still going to happen. Like that was set in stone. Razor Ramon and Kevin Nash were leaving, but they wanted the money. What if yeah. instead of hugging, Triple H was like? And he just like spit on the floor and kept that kayfabe and then walked out of the ring. Like he kept that Canadian blue butt. And then he wins the King of the Ring. And then Shawn Michaels blows up and they become DX. And they're the ones that save uh, wrestling. Does it still happen that way? Or does the NWO, was the NWO better than DX? I guess at that point, I don't know. Was the NWO better than DX? It's debatable on who was better at certain times. Because at sometimes, dude, WCW was killing it. Was killing. Like, Raw and SmackDown in the rate like WWE in the ratings, like yeah. they were killing them. There was a point where one was, either one was doing better than the other, like and it was up and down. I think it was because it depicted it through the game. But there I was there was, was like... a there was a fucking time period there where WCW was killing WWE. Yes, and that was when NWO first got announced. I think. Yeah, and like I... once once they like they they converted Hulk over to a bad guy. Yep. That really. A lot of people wanted to see that shit go down. Oh yeah. Then Sting, Sting's transition oh, into dude. what he was when he what went made from him the, when he went from like the surfer to the to the crow, crow yeah. basically. That, that WCW really, was and he didn't really even do anything. He just stood there with a baseball bat and stalked you. But his look and his demeanor fucking made you like this guy is insane. He's gonna be like he is it sweet was, now. It was the combination of the Monday Night Wars and what they were doing. To beat one another that yep. made that attitude era of wrestling what it was. What made wrestling become a billion dollar industry instead of a million dollar industry that was failing. Yeah. Like it, it, there was a lot of factors. It wasn't WCW doing this or WWF doing this. It was both of them competing against each other that made it what it was. They were trying to outdo each other. Most definitely. Like to the point where they didn't care that it wasn't PG. They were just try they knew who their audience was and they were going after those fucking the 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 like eighteen to thirty year olds. Yeah. Is who oh, was yeah. watching wrestling back then and who was buying all the product. Yeah. Like that's, and that's what why they, they were always able to do all that racy stuff. Little kids don't have fucking jobs. No. Little kids aren't buying merchandise. The parents are buying them for the little kids, but if you can make it appealing to both of them, 
you're going to make double the fucking money. Yep. Because it's something they can do together. They're going to enjoy doing things together. And it's a family. It's a. It gets into the family oriented thing to where you, now you relate to more than just the basement dwellers. You relate. It's a family oriented thing that, now. That's what it was. Like that was a time where a little kid could watch something that was like PG thirteen. Yeah. And it would be okay. Like you didn't have people fucking bitching and complaining about everything. Like because somebody said days. ass on TV. Yeah. Like fucking what's your name's titties were exposed at like Armageddon ninety nine. I think or that something. was Miss Kitty. Yeah. With uh, she be- did it herself. Yeah. Fucking Sergeant Slaughter had to come in and cover up the <laughs> towel. I remember. Classic. Like, that was one of the greatest fucking times ever for a WWE pay-per-view back then. Like, that was awesome. And it wasn't supposed to happen, but nothing happened. She no. got fired, I think. I, yeah, I think that's what got her fired. But, like, it only helped the company. Like, yeah. why are they so fucking scared? Why is everybody bitching and complaining about everything anymore? That's why oh everything God, sucks. Dude. That's why everything. wrestling is going is nowhere near what it was. Because they started a, trying to appeal to that younger audience, dude. That's why a lot of people left. That's why I left. That's why John Cena blew up. Yep. And he he started out as a heel, and I always forget about that. John Cena. Yeah, Word Life. He started out as like a rapper, like. And nobody liked him. No. And he bought and he acted. He was heel. Yep. He was very heel. He was like that. He was arrogant. He he was kind of. To me, he was the kid version of the Attitude Era, almost like real, like real, like he just was real gimmicky. He was real story. And now characters aren't so much gimmicky. Like characters was, have like personality now. Like Eric Young is gimmicky, but then you see AJ Styles and he has character, personality. He's not a gimmick. John Cena was a gimmick turned into an even bigger gimmick. That's like the only. He's almost like to me, John Cena is the only thing left of the Attitude Era. Maybe that's why we don't like him because he just. Mm. He never I wouldn't he, go that far. Well, yeah, I, I guess the to after me, John, attitude John era. He was Cena like, has nothing to like. He was the end of the attitude. Yeah, era. the end of the attitude era, starting the new before it started getting to where it's at now. Well, not only that, it didn't help that everybody in the attitude era were fucking mega stars. Yeah, The Rock was leaving and doing movies and shit. The Rock, Mankind. There was um, Stone Cold was Stone having Cold all Steve kinds Austin. of controversial like he, that shit with uh, Deborah. Yep, and like uh, Mankind was. Falling apart. Oh yeah, Undertaker. Scott Hall was drinking himself to death. There was um, Kevin Nash is starring in movies. I'm pretty sure shit. Lex Luger was like a cokehead well, or not something. Starring, but he's in movies. Yeah, like Lex Luger was taking steroids, and I'm pretty sure he was doing drugs. Fucking, uh, there was uh, Mr. Perfect. I heard was on drugs. A lot of them were, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eddie drugs was fucking died. Chris Benoit. That Chris Benoit. I mean, it was the death count. It was a was bad crazy. time for yeah. wrestling right there at the end of the Attitude Era. Like they were. It's just like a band blowing up and them losing it all because they got addicted to this. And then John Cena coming in was like, the, forget about all that stuff. Here goes something family, wholesome, oriented. Well, like To WWE, John Cena was probably the, the, the fucking light at the end of the tunnel right The there. poster boy. Well, just like he brought him back, but in a different way. Yeah. Like they, they were losing that spark. They were losing all the, all the people or all the wrestlers and shit. They were... They were going down, and John Cena stopped that from happening. He was he became like the but new it age made Hulk the product something else. Yeah, it definitely did. They had to go in a different direction because of John Cena. 
there I play a lot of like online games and stuff, and all these online games have microtransactions, and he's like the real life version of a microtransaction. Because there was a meme one time I seen it was like, you may be conceited, but you'll never be conceited as John Cena wearing a John, John Cena t shirt with a flag and a bandana no, I saw and that. a wristband and stuff. And that's a like to me, that's a real life like what a microtransaction is is when you buy something in game. If the game's free, you bought something in the game. It's the same thing with TV. Like you're paying, you're paying your monthly subscription for the network. Yeah. Now you're buying John Cena's T-shirt. You're buying Roman Reigns' T-shirt, and that's what John Cena. He's just a marketing gimmick. Like that. He's just he's just out there to be like that. That flag holding. No, like, he's, relate he's, to the kids. That's why he's in all the fucking commercials. Yep. And, and that's why he's like, in all the promotions. That's he's why basically like, he's so the spokesperson. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. He's he's the face of the company. But he's not. The, like he is. He's the, he's like Roman Reigns. Like they just me want him to be the so face of the company. Much about him though yeah is he comes in after being gone for four months and acts like he hasn't been gone for four months yes yeah. and he's like oh i'm not a part-timer I'm by the way i get a fucking time. title shot now and i'm not a part-timer i'm here to stay and then he's gone yeah. again for like another two three months yeah like he just comes out there lies to your face right he's like i've been here the whole time fighting and it's cocky as fuck about it and then pieces out to do whatever. To do everything he just said he's not going to do. Total Divas, fucking movies, yeah. uh, TV shows, he comes back acts to commercials. He comes back, has a dumb fucking feud with Miz, which the best part about that feud was the Miz. The Miz, yeah. The um, whole feud. That made absolutely no fucking sense until the end when it was, it was all just a setup for him to propose to Nikki Bella. Yeah. I was like, that is fucking ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. And the fact that he was with Nikki Bella after cheating on his original wife. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even, like, that's well, something that you was, want to promote in your company? He did that with Mickey James, though, didn't he? Did he cheat? I think that was Mickey James okay. who cheated. Oh, he cheated with Mickey James I and then he got know. with Nikki Bella. Something. I think he cheated on Mickey James. I think he cheated on his wife with Mickey James and then cheated on Mickey James with Nikki Bella. Maybe. I think that's I what know. happened. I know Mickey James and but, like, Nikki Bella. But, like, Bray Wyatt lost his push because he's sleeping with the... Uh, the Jojo, Jojo. which John I, Cena becomes the Jojo's biggest thing, fine, the Jojo's biggest really thing in the history looking. because he slept with Mickey James. Like it doesn't, you know, what I'm saying like, like the Undertaker, like the Undertaker's a prime example. Fucking the Undertaker Xavier put his work Woods in back then. Had a fucking sex tape with Paige, somebody who left the company for a lot of controversial <laughs> reasons. Yep. And that motherfucker just won the SmackDown tag titles like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like he didn't lose a thing, but nope. he's also Xavier fucking Woods. Yeah. Not only is he a fucking WWE superstar, but he's also an internet fucking star. Yeah, he's an internet sensation. Like he hosted, um, like you've heard of like Kind of Funny and like Kind of Funny yeah. Games. He hosted Kind of Funny Live 3. Oh, wow. The live event that they do every year. That's huge. Yeah. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Like, the fucking rock. Kofi's everywhere now. The Rock and Sasha Banks both appeared in video. Like they sent videos to them and they played it on the screen of The Rock. Like, and they're talking to the people and like they know like The Rock and Sasha Banks. Well, yeah. they know The Rock through social media. Well, yeah, The Rock's everywhere now. Because like, because uh, the kind of the funny guys, they all came from IGN and then started their own internet thing called Kind of Funny. Yeah. But uh, so I think they've had some back and forths with The Rock for quite some time now, but. The one guy that they just hired, Cool Greg, who's the the younger brother of one of the guys, fucking loves Sasha Banks. So they had Sasha Banks. I get. I would assume Xavier Woods, since they're friends with him, had Sasha Banks film a video, basically saying hi to him and shit, and like congratulations on getting the job with Kind of Funny because they just announced him being the new member of the crew and shit. Because everybody loves that dude, I guess. But uh, so I do not know where I was going with this either. But um. 
be a lot. Xavier Woods is basically a fucking star in his own right. He wouldn't even yeah. need WWE. At this no, point. if they dropped him, he would just go become. He would be fine. Uh, he could yeah, wrestle he would, the indies and make good money, yep. or he could just continue to do his fucking YouTube his internet channel. stuff. He could do his YouTube channel. He could host the Nickelodeon Awards. He would probably be picked up as a host on like a, some kind of TV show, like the America's Funniest Videos, or any, yeah, like he's a personality. Now. Yeah, he's like, a personality now. Now he's made it as now that he's made it as far as he has. You can't take that away from him. He's got the connections. He knows people now. Yep. Like he has friends and he has a following. Once you have that, as long as you don't become a total piece of fucking shit, you're pretty much golden. It's like Kevin Smith. The reason Kevin Smith still has a career is because he's he still has an audience. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he can he can make a movie for five million dollars, which is chump change these days. Yep. When you're making Avengers movies for eight hundred million and then making two billion off fucking insane yeah dude the the cgi right now is out of this world how much it cost but he has you know 30 million people who love him and like and is totally willing to see the things he puts out oh yeah so i mean think about that dude because he's a personality you he's not just a director anymore you you make a movie for five million dollars and 30 million people go see it ten dollars Maybe maybe five or six dollars, depending on matinees and shit. Times thirty million. I don't care who you are. That's good money. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's why Kevin Smith still has a career because he still has an audience and he makes money. His movies make money. Yep. They they cost five million dollars to make. They make thirty forty million dollars, which is crazy because that's what his whole career has been. He's made those. Not I don't want to say low budget movies because they're not really low but five million dollars is basically, low budget in Hollywood. Basically independent movies. Independent movies. Even yeah. though he they're they're studio films, they're being put out by like well, Miramax is a smaller studio, but yeah. they're basically big time. Put out through like Miramax or Universal or like Mallrats was Universal or whatever, you know what I mean? Fuck. But at the same time, all they're doing is giving him the money and promoting it and distributing it. He's got his whole way of doing things. Yeah. Nowadays, like with his last few movies, they're all independently funded. He either puts his own money into it or he gets an investor. They throw in a few million bucks, like five million, whatever. He makes the movie himself for five million dollars and then he shops. He takes it to this film festival or he takes it to this film festival and he shows it. People bid on it. And then he, he basically sells it to a distributor and they distribute it. They put it out in theaters or like with yoga hosers, he actually toured the country and just showed it to people. Okay. And and then had an auction for it, I think. Like people who wanted it made offers and who you know, whatever offer he liked the most. Which is fucking smart. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like that's the way to do it. Oh yeah. But uh that's that's marketing. That's even, how you gotta do it. Even even when they are backed by like major studios and shit, it's still made independently because he has that free. He's not asking for a hundred million dollars to make a movie. He's no. making. He's asking for five from somebody that he's in, that is actually just an independent investor. Like, no matter what, he's going to make his money back because he has those thirty million people that love him and are going to watch his stuff and, and he, have heard about him talk about it on the podcast for the past two years and are even more sight. Like, he's basically independently promoting everything he does by doing podcasts every week. Yeah, by talking about it. And it's like he makes. Movies that are good, like Yoga Hoosers, is good. 
And Joker it's like, Hosers was silly as fuck. It was silly as fuck, got, but it wasn't. It it's didn't good look, if you go in knowing what you're about to watch. It didn't look like me and you walking around with a camera. No. Oh, it was well made. And yeah. what it is is he's spending that five or six million dollars because he's not getting actors that cost a hundred million dollars to make the movie a piece. Well, like, and, I, I mean, mean, you could say that, but Yoga Hosers and Tusk are still the first movies he's ever made that had fucking Johnny Depp's as a fucking star of the movie. True. True. Johnny Depp. Being, I mean, he is a huge star. Like, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Jo- Johnny Depp's the kind of guy that does stuff because he wants to, not yeah. because he doesn't need the money. You know what I mean? No. He may now that he just got a, a divorce settlement, where he gave away seven million dollars. <laughs> but I'm still thinking he's probably fine. He could sell a couple houses and be right back yeah. where he was. But um, yeah, you're you're right though. Like he he works with a lot of friends or like yep. a lot of the 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 fucking guy he's always wanted to work with is Michael Parks and he just died a few months ago. Okay. But uh he was the main guy in Tusk, the the weird uh guy who wanted to turn Justin Long into a walrus. I don't know if you ever saw Tusk, but See, that, I haven't seen Tusk yet. I love that movie and it gets hated on so much and it's, it's crazy and unbelievable but it's a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. and it's fucking like it's really weird but I love it. Like I, that's why I like it because it's so fucked up. I Not like only that, but I'm like the that. guy who listens to the podcast and was waiting for it to come <laughs> out. And shit, you know what I mean? But uh, Michael Parks is who he wanted to work with his like his whole career, and he's been in like a lot of Tarantino movies and stuff. He's been around forever. One of those guys that is a fucking just phenom of an actor, like, but never got the recognition he deserved. Like, okay. Uh, so fucking good and. uh but he gets people like that, people he wants to work with. Like, who doesn't want to have Johnny Depp in their movie? Who oh, would, yeah. Once you know who Michael Parks is and see see him in Red State. Have you saw Red State? Yeah, I've seen Red State. He was the preacher. Okay. How yeah. fucking good was he oh, as, dude. as Aiden Cooper, the preacher? He was amazing. So I loved good. Red, I loved Red State. Oh, Red State's probably Kevin Smith's best film ever made. I would, I'm close. I mean, I, I still love the original. Like, I'm... Mallrats is silly and it did terribly, but I love Mallrats. I love Dogma. Dogma's... See, I, I love Dogma. I don't think I've ever seen Mallrats. Dogma gets a lot of weird hate. I don't know why people don't like Dogma, but That's Dogma, weird. to me, up until like Red State and like a lot of his more weirder, more like art art film types, like shit yeah. he just wants to do for himself. Dogma was probably his best movie he ever made up until that point. I, I love Chasing Amy too, but that gets a lot of hate too. See, I don't think I've ever seen Chasing Amy either because Chasing Amy came before because uh, it was Jersey Girl. Then it was... Um, it was Clerks. Was Clerks his first one? Yeah, Jersey Girl was way later. Okay, it was see, I thought Jersey Girl was his first one. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob, Strike Back, Jersey Girl. So Jersey Girl was the one with Ben Affleck then? Yes. And so George, maybe I'm thinking... George Carlin, Ben Affleck was married to Jennifer Lopez. They had a kid and then she died giving birth okay. or whatever. And then he... It's kind of a drama So I'm thinking comedy. of Mallrats then. Mallrats is... Uh, Basically, the whole fucking movie takes place in a mall. They're trying to stop the the game show. In the end, Jason Lee and uh, Jeremy London are See, on the I don't the think game I've ever show. seen Mallrats, though. Ooh, Mallrats is a good one. I'm Mallrats is like that. his second movie. Okay. First first big studio movie, and that's what... Because I've heard a lot about it. I what know caused it's, its I've demise. Heard it was good. Because it's not as good as Clerks. It's a cult classic. It, but yeah. It, it's... It's beloved for... It, for specific reasons, you know, but uh, it, it didn't do well in theaters at all, and the critics fucking hated it, especially after Clerks was so well received. But uh, 
Yeah, Mar- Clerks was really good. good. I love Mallrats. Clerks is great. Clerks 2 is great. Clerks 2 is great. Sucks. Clerks. Aren't they doing a th- third one? They were going to, but uh, he doesn't own Clerks. So if Miramax doesn't want to make it, he can't make it. Is that why he talks about like the Miramax fucks in the movie the, all the time? Like, and some. Well, of he's movies, always he's, like, done that making, because yeah, he's making... friends with them. But okay. like, but Clerks Two did so well. I don't know why they don't want to do. Yeah, it. I don't know why they wouldn't want to do it. Well, I know that uh, there was a lot of money issues. Like they didn't get paid for like, dude, probably like eight or ten years till after Clerks Two came out. The guy who plays Randall. Yeah. Said fuck Clerks. Like would not do Clerks Three for the longest time. Because he hadn't got paid for Clerks 2 yet. And this was wow. like years later, dude. Just recently did they, uh, did the, there was actually a settlement and they all just got paid for what, it. Why? And that's did... when he started talking about, I don't remember why. Okay. They just but, dipped on their money then. But it, it was, it's, the way Kevin Smith talks about it, it's nothing out of the ordinary. People in the movie industry sue each other all the fucking time and it's no big deal. No no hard feelings. Like, he's still friends with fucking Bob Weinstein, the, the head of Miramax and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's weird. He said, at, during... Kevin Smith finally decided to sue over it. And he said that after that happened, a couple weeks later, uh, Bob... Either Harvey or Bob Weinstein. He always does the impression too, and because he's always he talks like this. Like he's like, "Hey Kevin, you want to see the new Tarantino movie?" Like that's he talks like a total like Jewish. I don't even know if he's Jewish. It's Weinstein, so I'm assuming. Yeah. But like Jewish, almost like he's from New York or something. Like hey, but uh, which sounded more Italian than anything. But <laughs> I'm terrible at this. But uh, he said Har- Bob Weinstein. Called him up one day after he after the lawsuit had already been put in motion and everything, and uh, said, "Hey Kevin, I just wanted to let you know I got a uh, check on my desk right now for ten million dollars for you." And uh, I I don't remember what was said after that, but he didn't, and it, it, he was just and he's just like, "Do you really?" He's like, "No, not at all," <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know, he just called him. <laughs> rub it in his face, like, oh, hey, like, amazing. no, like, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, we'll get this figured out in court. Like, <laughs> so I wonder if that's almost like, I don't, I don't know, like, because I guess you're an independent contractor if you're a uh, actor, aren't you? Because you go in to get to an audition, they hire you on. It would have to be unless you're with a company, like unless you're with Sony or something. It all, where you it have all contracts depends on stuff. the agreement, because like you, you, some people, like I know for for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Carrie Fisher was in the movie. Okay, the Harry Bush nun. Did she? That was Carrie Fisher. That was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he said she. They worked out a deal with her that she didn't want to be paid for the movie. She said, "I'll tell you what, I'll do the movie." Because there was only like one scene in the movie. Yeah. Just buy me this rocking chair I want. So, and it's like this old, like, it was like a handmade, like really expensive, like really nice, like well-known branded rocking yeah, chair. Yeah, something some she sort. obviously could have bought herself. So, like, it but... really all depends. Like, the, you can negotiate whatever. Like, some people will negotiate, like, uh, like a, a, an executive producer credit in there, and they'll take a pay cut. So then that almost adds to their their... You, like their IMDP page or like okay. their resume of things like I'm an executive producer on this, which basically means like you could basically pay and become an executive producer if you really wanted to. Like an executive producer in a way, some executive producers do a lot more than others, but 
you could be an executive producer just by contributing something. They'll give you an. They'll just give you an executive producer credit because you helped fund. The movie okay, so you put something. some money into it, yeah. A- anything like it, it's kind of a broad term from the way I understand. I'm sure there's a more legit version of it, but um, so like you could be an executive producer because you contributed to something and they just gave you that credit for it. It's not really, yeah, yeah specifically yeah. like a job or like, like you get a you get a piece of you know merchandising or you know what I mean or like a, the, depending on if the movie does well, you, maybe you get like. A piece of the the end cap, you know. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I've never been in there, but I know Tom Hanks. Likes... It's all negotiable. Like yeah. it all depends. And then there's like there is like a system where they call they call it um, what's the word um, scale, which okay. is basically the movie business term for minimum wage. If you're getting paid scale, you're getting paid the absolute minimum of what you can get paid as an actor. Like if you're working for scale. You're either a fucking extra or a no-name. Yeah, or they're um, just being a dick to you. Uh, yeah, like the people who are getting Adam Sandler making $40 million a picture. That's, He's giving you like... That's a, all negotiated. A hundred grand. Yeah, like, like he just made $40 million on a movie that made $80 million and you made 300 bucks. Yeah, and he's making $40 million no matter what. Yeah. Like, like even if the movie does $5 million. He, he's already got the $40 million. Like, yep. it's, it's said and done. You're in the movie because you're getting paid $40 million. Like, that's why some of your movies suck, but yet great actors are in it. Yeah, because they're like, 40 million fucking, you're willing to give me everything I want? Why wouldn't I do this? I know uh, Tom Hanks got royalties off, like, Forrest Gump. So, like, he makes a percentage off everything. He was like, all right, I'll take the money you want to give me now, yep. the little bit of money you want to give me now. Every time it's played on, like, HBO. And every TV, time it's played. He'll get checked. There's people that have been in one fucking classic movie, and they'll get paid for that movie till the day they die because yep. Gone with the Wind gets played four times a year on this channel. Yeah. Or, like, fucking... Like, there's people's children's 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 grandchildren are still making money off shit their grandpa made in 1932 yeah. or something. Like, the Clark Gable's kids are still making fucking money. Or Which kids' kids. <laughs> like... It, could you imagine? Insane. Like, could you imagine if somebody came to you and was like, "Mark, you're you, you're old royalties of this thing." Like, I bet you, I bet you, millions. Lisa Marie Presley will will never have a reason to ever work just no. because of what her father did. Yep, she will. Like, she could never work a day in her life. Her kids, her kids' kids probably will never need to do another fucking thing because their grandfather was Elvis. They'll be set up for life. Like that's all it takes, man. And that's what's crazy about it. It's like you get to that point and it's like your grandfather worked that hard and then like you're still living off those royalties. Yep. Like we'll say we'll use Clint Eastwood as an example. He's been in there for so long and like he's probably got so many royalties off different movies and different deals that he's struck over the years Mm -hmm. that like his like you were saying his children's children decades from now, it's going to get to the point to where if they stop producing, it's going to go it's going to be lost and like a vault somewhere with like just a, a number that just exceeds any other number because it's just a name, but it's still there. Like someone's going to profit, profit off that money, obviously. But like, if it just built up, it would be like an exceeding thing. Like mm-hmm. it would just go, it goes somewhere. Like somebody's always going to get something off of that. Yep. Like happy birthday. Happy birthday is copyrighted. And technically, us singing the song, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay. They're, they're actually... it, it's a loose copyright. 
But it's like technically that every time that's played in like a venue or something, they can go on there and be like, oh, you played that on YouTube. I'm suing you right now. Or I'm yeah. shutting your video down. Or um, that, you played weird. that in a movie. I'm getting paid for that right it's now. It's like uh, the fucking, uh, who was it? What were their names? The, the Feinstein brothers? Um, the you talking about recently where they try to they uh, tried to they tried to copy the copyright react. The word react yeah like you can't copyright a single word no you can't, you can't. do it. it you can copyright a phrase like happy birthday was the you song can copyright a combination of words yeah but you can't copyright a word that's like copywriting my name now I have to change my fucking name because my name is Mark and you copyrighted the name the word Mark yeah you made a monopoly on that word Mark not only that but Mark is an actual word like you can make a mark on a paper yeah. or there's a mark on my wall you know like a marker yep. like yeah y- you just can't do that if you that's and that's why I made up like names. a basic human right words belong to everyone yeah and that's why made up names are copy like sharpie would yeah. be a copywritten thing like you can't use the word sharpie because they made that up themselves it's an original word it's a sharpie marker yeah, but i can use marker all day I can call this a marker, and I can put marker on it, but as soon as I put Sharpie, it becomes a copywritten thing. Yeah. Even if it just says Sharpie or Sharpie marker. Like, I don't know if the copywritten is Sharpie marker or just Sharpie. That's like, that's like, he just kept saying Sharpie, and I kept thinking Sharpay. <laughs> I was about to, but I was for some reason, like, your thoughts like, were projecting on me. I wanted to say Sharpay. That's like trademarking or copywriting a breed of a dog, like yeah. a Sharpay. Yep. Like, now, like, you can't do that. No, you can't do there's that. too many of it. Like, that would be like, like, what if somebody copy copy wrote corn dog? Could you know? Could nobody else call corn dogs corn dogs anymore? Unless they paid for the rights, it would have to be called a breaded dog, and then you wouldn't understand what that was. Or like, a breaded hot dog. Or a breaded hot what dog. If, what if somebody was like, oh well, if they can do corn dog, I'll do hot dog. Yeah. Was well, that a hot dog. breaded meat stick? Well, I'm gonna fucking copyright meat stick. Yep. Like. It just never ends at that point. Eventually, it was the Fine Brothers. The fine, what, fine Brothers. Fine Brothers, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said Feinstein. I assume everyone's Jewish. <laughs> a- any greedy person's Jewish. And anybody in the music in the uh, media industry is Jewish. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying Jewish that for people. real. But um, it's a fucking podcast. We're having fun. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, words belong to the people. Like they for- do. Like, like you can copyright if if you smell what the rock is cooking, yeah, but you can't copyright cooking. And that's why like they're they're loose copyrights. Like we could talk, I can sit here and say Mickey Mouse and the rock is uh, the rock and stuff like that. But then if I put, started putting that on paper, it's basically it gets to the point if you're profiting off of it. Well, it's also like that's like you ever saw the movie Room Two Thirty Seven? It sounds familiar. It was a documentary about the movie The Shining. And all the different, it showed you all the crazy things that um, Stanley Kubrick did in that movie. And then it had a bunch of people basically describing and explaining theories that the main theories about that movie and what he was trying to say with that movie. Because that movie, Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining is drastically different than the actual story of yeah, The Shining. Yeah, I heard about he that. He changed a lot of stuff that made no fucking sense to change. Like, down to the color of the car they're driving. The VW Bug. And I actually heard in the movie... In the movie later, you see a VW Bug that is the right color that was just 
fucking destroyed yeah, in a car accident. On the road. And that was like a fuck you. Saying yeah. like, yeah, I destroyed your fucking story. Like, this is my story. This is not your Which story. Which is crazy. Fuck your story. And they just changed little things in there. Why, though? Like, people don't just do that. Right. Like, he's sitting there carefully arranging Calumet cans in the back, just for being in the background, like making sure the labels are facing a certain way and shit. Which, if you think about it, like the Calumet cans, in a way, they have an Indian on it smoking a peace pipe, but yet the whole hotel they're in has an Indian theme to it. And, like, they're just putting all these things together. Like, why is he doing this? Yeah. Why, why did he change this? Why is the kid wearing an Apollo 11 t-shirt, you know, when when he's when he's playing with his toys on the floor that have like the labyrinth or whatever that he's playing. And it was like the maze when he brought his cars up and stuff like that. The theory behind all that is that Stanley, Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing footage. That, that's one of the theories they go into in this movie. Um, but if the evidence they provide is really fucking intriguing, like the, there's stuff that you're just like, well, that is weird. Why would that happen? And that is very symbolic of some shit. But it, what what they're saying is at the one point in this movie, there's multiple references they refer to in oh, the yeah. movie that have to do with yeah, that. I think, I've, I think I've seen this documentary you're talking about. But, a lot um, of it, it was familiar. on Netflix for a while. Okay, a I heard about it before it even came out, and I was just waiting. And when I found out it was out to stream or download or something, I found it. But okay. It eventually came to Netflix. But what they're saying is, is the the kid in the movie... Um, was playing with his cars and toys and stuff on the carpet in, in a hallway in the hotel. And he's wearing a sweater that has a fucking... It's like a NASA sweater, but it's like all stitched. And uh, it's got a, a fucking rocket ship, like a like a space shuttle on it. Yeah. And it says Apollo 11. This sp- the specific mission that went to the moon and that they're saying he faked the landings for. And... Uh, the pattern in the carpet has all those like almost like stop sign shapes in them and stuff, which is like the exact same shape of the launch pads and stuff. Okay, for, that's what it was. This, yeah, these things. The, he has all these uh, cars and stuff, um, fucking arranged around these patterns, just like cars would be arranged around the launch pads yeah um something to do with the amount of cars there forget what it was i can't remember i know what you're talking about but then a ball rolls into frame and that makes it the perfect amount of objects right there to go along with something i can't remember what it was we'll have to talk about that some other time yeah but a little bit of research on it go back and watch the movie once the ball comes the ball seemingly comes from nowhere, a ghost or something. Um, and the kid reacts to it, and he gets up, and that's when you notice he's wearing an Apollo 11 t-shirt, which is supposed to represent the launching of the the Apollo 11 mission going to the moon. He then walks down the hall to room 237, which in the book, the room he walks to is a completely different number. He specifically changed the room to 237. You eventually get to the room. He zooms in on the key in the door, and it says room number, but N-O dot, not number or yeah, hashtag. Yeah, just the N-O, no, yeah. N-O dot, 237. 
which if you change the words around in number and room, it's it will spell the words room, moon room, which is the room they referred to um, uh, for the, the the room they're saying is the room they would refer to as where they shot the footage for the, the filming of it. Yeah. So that's kind of just like speculation. Yeah. There's no real proof for that, like but I thought that is kind of weird that it would spell moon room. But he changed it to two, the number to 237, and he shows you this, all of this. Like, they zoom in on the key and everything for the door. At the time, it was widely known that the moon is known to be 237,000 miles from the Earth. That was the number, right? So this is supposed to represent him, the launching of the Apollo 11 space shuttle, going to room 237. So it's supposed to be like the launching of the space shuttle going 237,000 miles to the moon. The room that is, if you change the word, spells moon room. So that's supposed to represent this, the launching of the shuttle to the moon room. So that's supposed to represent the Apollo 11 mission. Okay. But not going into space, it's going into the moon room, which means, which is basically... That's supposed to be his confession. <laughs> like the film was going in there. That he was trying to tell you, like, we didn't go to the moon. We went to a fucking soundstage and filmed this shit. Which is weird. Yeah. Why did he change it? Why that number? There's other things involved. Well, yeah. That, like, I am Couple. very much paraphrasing all the information they give you in this. Like, But it's all very interesting. Like, even the other theories they have. Like, it's all a fucking, like, like symbolism for like uh the genocide of the indians and shit too that's why there's so many indian things and that's why he's manipulating cans that have the logo of an indian smoking a peace pipe and shit and like the way the guy looked that was talking to him and the way the american flag like all these things are like okay all right but like some of the (laughs) things are just like that is interesting like why would he do that like why why did he change this why did he change like Crazy, because like, have you ever saw the TV version of The Shining with the guy from no, Wings? No, can't remember most things he's in, but you saw the guy, you know what I'm talking about. But it's so fucking different. Like, it's it actually follows the story from the book, and it's drastically different. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, because I heard the moon landing. They filmed it in Hollywood. Like, they finally admitted they filmed it in Hollywood because the footage got corrupted on the moon. Well, it's, somehow, like whatever they filmed didn't make it from the moon back to Earth. Well, it's widely, widely known at this point <laughs> that a lot of images and stuff that they said were from spacewalks and yeah. stuff back then weren't at all. No, they weren't. They were they were fucking tests on Earth, um, and they just blacked out the space around them to make it look like they were in space. Like it is proven. You can see the actual image next to the fucking, I guess, early version of Photoshopped image before Photoshop was invented. And yeah, you can see like the, photo the, the difference. Like even Joe Rogan's gone into it. Like he showed, he's gone all through it. He's like, so it, it, it's not crazy to think that they faked that shit. No, it's not. Like there's a whole documentary about it. Not only that, it was all happening during a space race. We needed to be the first one to get there, and fucking Russia was kicking our ass. Yeah, and it's it's uh, what is it? It's um, it's rumored that Russia was actually there first, and when we got up there and planted the flag, we actually took the Russian flag out 
and Planet R's are like just filmed in a different area, but there was already a Russian flag apparently on it, and that's uh, like what the dark side of the moon was where Russia went. They say that they found dead astronauts there when they got there. Like they're saying, you know, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. They say that there's stuff on that other side of the moon that we we don't even know is there because we never see that fucking side of the moon. Yeah, we don't see it. They're saying there's like cities over there and shit, and there's like there's footage on the internet that. Where it's supposedly mission footage from landing on the moon. You see a fucking spaceship on the other side of them, like a crashed spaceship. They supposedly find a dead fucking alien woman on there, and you see it. Wow. It looks fucked up and weird and fake. Yeah. But at the same time, you're thinking, this is space. Yeah. It's been dead in space for, like, ever. And this, all of this stuff is really fucking convincing. This thing is, like, humanoid-looking. It almost looks like Egyptian. It looks like a mummified body, kind of. Like, when you see mummies of, like, people from yeah, Egypt like the... and shit, where, like, a lot of them still intact, but you're just seeing, like, bones come through. And yeah, they, they're just They look out. fake, but you know they're real. That's what this thing looks like. I mean, it looks... The, the creature itself is debatable. Yeah. Very debatable. But all the other footage seems really fucking legit. I'm and these are, up. This is supposedly Russian cosmonauts, not fucking American people, going over there and doing this. Dude, there's a lot, a lot of claims that there's a lot of shit that Russia did that we just don't know about. Things that were Same really... The they Nazis. did a lot of really fucked up... They fucked people up. Like, they, they did some really fucked up things... When it came to their space program. Well, there's a recording of a woman and like she's speaking in Russian, but she's like screaming and it's in it's like she's in a in a shuttle. Like you can hear that she's in a shuttle and you hear it sounds like she's saying help and it's like dying or burning or something like the translation of it or whatever about this. Okay, yeah, it's like it's something and she ends up it just like the audio cuts off like it ends up just dying out like but they're assuming that it was a failed russian uh space mission that she just burnt up no dude i i coming back I to earth joe rogan talked about this that might have been what it was i, I might have heard on joe rogan they actually played the audio okay that might have been of what the it girl is girl screaming and he, and they were they were like this this seems very real yeah from I'll have to look more up about that. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. Like, that could have been one of those, like you were saying, like one of those experiments, because Russia could have got, and like if you think about it now, why would NASA shut down our space program and work with Russia's space program? Well, they didn't necessarily shut us down, but they defunded us a lot. Yeah. They took, like, billions away from NASA, which a lot of people would argue that it's not important, but it really is. It is. It really is. Because imagine if Russia populated the moon. Like, say the moon or Mars, or we found out another planet was habitable, and they uh, put it with their people, and then a whole army came back, a planet of Russians came back and took over the planet. Now they have two planets. Now we're Russians, maybe we're Soviets now, because obviously the person that would be doing isn't it like a regular person in his right mind that's going to go populate an entire planet with his own race. It's going to be like a new coming of Hitler. Well, not only that, dude, um, there, there's no doubt in the majority of the masses' minds now that there are life, there's life out there. Yeah, there has to be. There, to me, I, I have no, just, and I've said this so many times, just the fact that I exist was proof enough that fucking something else exists out there. Why would I be here and nothing else? Yeah. Like, what is so goddamn special about us and Earth? Like, there's... And the fact it's, it's proven, we know there are planets out there that are close enough to stars that there could be things just like us. Not only that, 
but we've come to an understanding now that life planets don't have to be just like Earth in order to have life. Yeah. The only reason we are the way we are is because our evolution happened in this atmosphere. Yes. Something else could have evolved and adapted in a heart. There's creatures here that are living in conditions that should not be habitable at all. No. Which proves right there Bottom of the ocean. that life on any planet can exist. Yep. Like, there could be fucking creatures that can live in a fucking dense, harsh, and fuck fucking environment like Venus. For all we know, there's... Like, I watched a documentary back in, like, high school that was all about, like, all the different moons and places in our own solar system. And they took basically took you throughout to, like, every planet and what it would be like there. Okay. According to what we know at that time. And this was, like, early 2000s. Like, early, mid-2000s. It was actually narrated by the John Lithgow, the guy from Third Rock from the Sun, the main alien dad guy. Anyway, okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But I was so fascinated by the, the moon Titan from Saturn because they said it was so fucking Earth-like, but yet the atmosphere is made of carbon... Or no, what is it? The atmosphere is made... Is there's like methane lakes or something or nitrogen lakes and uh, the atmosphere's like a, a weird so basically we would be able to like fly and shit whales and shit would be like flying in the air and whatnot the way they described it okay. and it's like but the the atmosphere is flammable so as soon as if i lit a cigarette on that planet the whole fucking atmosphere would go up and you'd all be dead exactly so there's so no like, like actual but now it's now the way they describe titan it's very different like it's it's more of a harsh environment, but I, I don't know. There's like there's different ideas of what Titans like and shit. But they talked about Venus at one point, and if th this is when I first found out that like oh, so life could exist in more harsher environments because they were exploring that in this documentary. And they talked about Venus, how there could be creatures, and they kind of created one digitally, like, and it was basically almost like a living balloon. Okay. Where it takes in the atmosphere and it kind of just floats around, but like it's this whole species of like balloon type creatures. Like a jellyfish, but floating kinda. through the air. Yeah, like, like an air jellyfish. Something from Skyrim, like those big, like Marowind. And that totally. Those big, like leech things that are flying around in space. And oh, the, the wisps. Yeah, the wisps. Yeah, those are like more like magical fairy type deals, I think. Okay. But uh, like they're just kind of like. I don't even... They're just like light balls, almost. These are more like jellyfish. Like a jellyfish. But, like, there was just, like, one thing coming out. It literally looked like a fucking balloon with a string coming out. <laughs> but it was, like, living and green, and you could see it, like, breathing. So and... that'd be crazy to be able to see stuff like that. Well, that, that's the first time I... It changed my whole perception on what, like, just space and the universe in general. Like, it's... The options are fucking limitless. We yeah. have no fucking idea. We only know what we know when we think that's fucking... Fact, but it may be fact for us, but it's not fact for this other world, just like time. The only reason days are 24 hours and stuff like that is because of where we are in the solar system yeah. and how long it takes for us to spin around. And the only reason a year is 365 days is because that's how fucking long it takes for us to get around the sun and shit. Yeah, there's it's other different. planets that it's the it's day different is for 365. Jupiter. It's different for Mercury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their, their years are shorter. Their days are shorter. They're yep. fucking Jupiter. Their day, their years are longer because it takes longer to go around. And I don't know how. Well, I'm, their years are longer. I don't know how long it takes for it to spin. 
I know it's not a 24-hour cycle. It's, I think like a lot of other planets have like a 72-hour cycle. Some yeah, other planets have like days on end cycle because it's, it's how long it takes. And th those are probably the ones that take like thousands of years to get around the sun. The ones that are further, further out. The shit that's going to take us like two generations just to get there. Yeah, the exactly. The technology we have. Like. Yes. And like there's – I just seen a video recently that was like it's bullshit that there, there's a, apparently – there's a uh, NASA's getting sued by a scientist because NASA claims there's no life, and he's able to sue them because NASA's getting sued by a scientist because they NASA's used to work there because there's no life. The scientists scientists are saying that there's no life outside of planet Earth. There's no biological life. There's no biological life forms. Okay, and they're showing like the corrosion on the. Um, the rover or whatever it's called, the thing that drives around and takes pictures and stuff. On Mars. There's bacterial corrosion inside the wheels. Which shows that there is life. For bacterial to be... Bacteria is life. Yeah. That's organic life. Just because it's not intelligent life, it's not like me and you talking so right now on he's Mars. he's suing because they're basically lying and withholding information. Yep. They're, they're saying, no, this isn't the case when they know it is the case. Yep, and he's because like, it's all over. He said it's all over. The, there's pictures of it all being all over. And this is public pictures. You can go on there right now and look at the rover. Well, it's just, it's it's not ice shards. It's not, There's like corrosion. There's decay. Well, you look For at stuff Mars, like that to happen, and something has like to be there eating was, away at it. There was, yeah. Without, there, there has to be like really fucking strong winds yeah. for it to happen without there being some kind of water for there to be erosion. Yeah. And it, usually where there's water, there's some sort of life. Exactly. The thing that baffles me is we've known forever, since we've been able to look through a telescope, that it has fucking ice caps. So why the fuck did it take them so long to figure out, oh, there's water on Mars. There's ice caps. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe maybe it's not H2O, maybe it's some other... Yeah, but, it's not like the water here. But well, but that's a, some, I think they're water, saying that it is now. There's water in, like, the universe itself. Like, there's a giant, like... Well, yeah. The if size of our it. Milky Way. It's just a splash of water up there. That's all it is. It's not a planet or anything. It's not attached to anything. Because it didn't, it didn't just come from nowhere. Like, the, yeah. there, were, there were these particles... Like, if you get back to the Big Bang and shit, like, it's all made up of gas and dust and shit. Like, yep. we're all just made up of star dust, in a way. Like, yeah, and that's another thing. If we're all made up of it star It all just dust, accumulates in this area and condenses down and becomes water or earth yep. and, you know, the hydrogen gas. And, like, it all becomes... Like, that's all that color and shit you see in space. Like, that's all gases and dust yep. and shit. And gravity and pulls matter. it all together. And condenses of, it down. Yep, and that's just what we see in ours. That's what condensation like they, is. The further it goes out, it's like a, it's almost like a, from what we can see, it's they call it a torus, but it's just an interconnection of everything, like a DNA almost. Yeah, like yeah. our universe could just be made up of DNA of another universe, and all these universes connected, and we're eventually you get out to the point where we're just a person. Well, I actually read an article yesterday. I didn't finish it because it was a fucking really long article, but they were talking about scientists discovered that. Our brain is actually an 11-dimensional, actually has 11 dimensions to it. And there's an 11-dimensional, like, universe going on in our brain. Okay. So then that's, like, in dumb guy yeah. terms. That's what I got from what it was saying. I, I saved the article because I wanted to read it more and get okay. more into it. But it, it's... 
it reminded me of that episode of Rick and Morty where more Rick had a battery or something that was powered by an alternate universe that he created and he actually went in there and then found out that there was a scientist in that parallel world inside this battery that did the same thing and it made him start contemplating seeing what he did with this world in this battery that he made in this battery world that he made yeah seeing how he the guy he created doing this is really confusing yeah rick seeing the scientist (laughs) in the parallel world doing the same thing really put in things into perspective for rick because he was just like fuck if he's doing this what the fuck am i doing like what I'm doing is kind of fun. I was just using these people. Like, it, yeah. That's what's great about Rick and Morty, dude, is they take this shit and then they put it, they, they, they do it in a way that, like, you're just like, wow, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Like, he takes all these real, like, scientific theories and shit, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland or whatever, and they fucking make it really, kind of like Futurama used to do. They took all these crazy, crazy ideas, ideas and just went with it. Yep. But Rick and Morty's just more like blatant about it. Yeah. More like out of Futurama, the things. Futurama did it in a more like archy storytelling sort of way. They're doing it in like this is what the whole show focuses around. They yeah, were like just, something like he turned himself into a pickle recently. Like I haven't saw that one yet, but okay, I've only yeah, saw the first two episodes. Okay, of this yeah. Ever like, since just, I found out that they basically put it out for free and you can watch it online, I'm like, fuck yeah. So I, I'm kind of just waiting for okay. them all to come out. But that's the show that, like, eventually, like, I'll probably buy the, like, first three-season box set. And then yeah. buy the five, like, four, five, and six box set after that. Like, I'm the kind of guy that wants to wait and buy Game of Thrones all at the same time <laughs> in one big box set that has, like, a commemorative just has hour-and-a-half-long documentary all about the show. It's fucking shit. Game of Thrones. It's, like, 75 hours of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, like, $190. Jon <laughs> Snow is narrating the entire it comes thing. comes the fucking... <laughs> Jon Snow fucking a direwolf statue. <laughs> comes, comes with a real dragon egg. Three hundred and ninety five dollars. Yeah. You get a fucking Khaleesi fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sir, I think we're gonna have to call it an episode because we've been doing this for over two and a half hours. Nice. I thought this is a good longest. episode, sir. I might have to split it up. You might two. have to, yeah. I might say fuck it. Well, we did. There was a point to where we did get to like a different subject to where we could almost be. Oh, we were all it. over the goddamn. Place. Oh yeah, we were all over the place. But I'm at, saying at like there point, was a distinctive point. We went from point. one subject to another subject, then back to that other subject. Again. Well, that was the the parallel universe in the subject that we were in. There was another guy actually talking about the same thing we were talking about inside this episode. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, there, there's a Rick and Morty episode right there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, with that said. Don't know what to tell you this was yet, but I'll let you know as soon as I know. Yep, same here. If you know anything about me at this point, which is Mark. I'm Mark. This is Jesse, in case you didn't get that, if you're a newcomer. When there's no video involved, it's really hard to distinguish what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So maybe uh, next one I'll probably shoot up or set up the camera and shoot Not it. shoot up, but shoot, shoot yeah. the video. No, I'm not going to shoot up. <laughs> Trust me, if I was, you'd want the camera after that one. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, next next time uh next time I'll we'll do it. It might not be like wonderful and great like all you know. It, it, it's it's, it's going to be something. We're it's a work in progress. I might be blowing them 30 minutes into the video just oh, to get shit. views, but hell, it's, we're going to have to make a Pornhub <laughs> account. <laughs> yeah, this might not get uploaded to YouTube. This might get uploaded to Pornhub. But, the first video we make. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. Thanks for listening. If you got to this point, thanks for getting this far. 
if you skipped all the way here and you're hearing this now, what the fuck, man? Yeah, since this is the audio, it'll probably be a download thing, or he might upload it to YouTube. So, like download. I said, I'm trying to get the syndication going, so it'll be okay. all over the place. So download it, subscribe, make sure you follow us on all yep. our shit. YouTube.com slash Matt Archer Media, Facebook.com slash Matt Archer Media. I got some stuff on Twitter, Hayward. I'm Instagram's Hayward. Yep, Instagram is Matt Archer Media as well, at Matt Archer yep. Media. Matt Archer Media. I mean, you can go in. Mark's got a Western, I think got a Western Jesus Twitter too. Do you still use that? Or is that your That's personal? That's like my personal one. Personal kind of, but like I said, okay. I don't really, I kind of said fuck Twitter. True. But you did say I mean, fuck I Twitter. get on there from time to time, especially because I'm sick of seeing all those numbers. Yeah. I just app. use it because it's like another outlet for media. But uh, I got a piss, so I'm going to wrap this up. All right. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Peace. Later. Just